So I start it by saying, Ward Podcast, episode 65, go! Go! And the theme song plays. Oh, is it playing right now? Yeah, it's playing in our heads. In our, in or do you, like, souls. edit this part out? Well, no, I don't edit this part out, but I, I, I do a little cut, a little cut and, cut and tuck. Okay. I tuck the 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 theme song in there. Okay, but I mean, you saying "cut and tuck" is that going to be in the? I mean, I can make some special like. <laughs> we did that for the for the ele- right before we had the election. I did like rock the vote, and there was a big like eagle screech and a explosion right. and a big like inception boom. So I can do something like that Pretty for good. "cut and tuck." Yeah. I don't know what it would be. Would it be like something electric or like sultry? Would it be like a... Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Welcome to the Cut and Talk podcast. Sorry. <laughs> LA's finest plastic surgery <laughs> podcast. Not you by. Um, so, David Bowers. Oh, Was that on purpose? <laughs> you did it. Did I do it? Byers! You just asked. Damn it! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. D- okay. David Byers. Yeah. Is that. <laughs> what if you were just fucking with me the whole time? I was like, no, you yeah. weren't. It was Byers. <laughs> no, it's Byers. Okay, it's Byers. <laughs> Byers. We're clarifying it now. David Byers from Uncade. I suppose. Of Uncade. Sure. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's my, that's my fake company name. That's what you can go by. That's what your Twitter is, right? Uncade? Yeah, Uncade Games. Cool. And show favorite, <laughs> Will Blanton. Yeah, back again. Reprising his role for the fourth time? Yeah, something like that. We tried to get you I'll on that, count. that one with uh, Henry Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. But your internet decided. That was not successful. It was like, me. eh, we don't, we don't <laughs> yeah. want him. Comcast was like, uh-uh, <laughs> yeah. cut this. I gotta say, Will Blanton's a really good stage name. Is it? Yeah. I always, That's why he like, picked it. It's like relatable. If I if I wrote a book, I think I'd go by Liam. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Neeson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did he not write a book under a pen name? I feel like he did. Really? Or maybe no. It'd be weird if he went under Will Blanton. <laughs> oh, father. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the regular guys are out uh, because. Um, what are they doing? They're all doing brand center projects, man. They have this whole thing called school, graduate school. Why? I don't understand oh, it. Man. And they're all in there for like experience design. Don't they know that school is a scam? Except for Trump U. <laughs> <laughs> the only school <laughs> that's reputable. I mean, that's where I got my degree. Those degrees are going to be worth something someday. Like uh, a collector's item? Yeah. <laughs> and Trump's fifth term. I, I I'm gonna start collecting them, like on eBay for them. <laughs> I uh, a couple days after the election, I walked out my back door, and Bob was out there. Oh yeah, good old libertarian Bob. And I was like, "Hey Bob, how you doing?" He's like, "I'm better." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, Bob, I feel you." You see the one with the Gary Johnson sign? Yeah, and he knows Will. Yeah, he's he's the nicest libertarian in Richmond. Okay, he's really nice. He's trademark. Cool. That's his trade. His his trademark. Okay. I met a, I met his brother. Uh. 
like a month or two back because he like came and visited him and his brother's like super straight laced like zipped up like, <laughs> very nice haircut like <laughs> short cropped hair and like he's obviously like like the the where bob's the hippie brother yeah the other brother is like the straight laced like office worker like hmm yes yeah, tax re- tax returns hmm. and the straight guy's always just like but you were always mom's favorite <laughs> <laughs> mom always liked you more <laughs> dad never hit you with the bill <laughs> got dark really quick (laughs) so how are you guys doing i'm doing okay yeah david hanging in there ate too many chicken nuggets oh that should be just just, you know what yeah let's talk about yeah let's talk about this okay so apparently six piece chicken nugget (laughs) from mcdonald's is like 279 or 269 okay reasonable price reasonable price i suppose a little expensive let's be honest here for chicken mcnuggets from mcdonald's but you can, but they have a pick two for two fifty, okay. And you can get two six piece nuggets <laughs> for two fifty, yeah. Right? And they're on board with this? No, <laughs> no. But like, here's the thing. Like, it tricked me because I was like, I'm only gonna get six nuggets. But it literally saved me money to get six more nuggets. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, the employee didn't like say, "Hey, <laughs> wait a second, you can't do this." <laughs> I gotta yeah, call like it was, management. It's like that photo set with like the equations. And then <laughs> 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 trying to figure it out. Uh, and then uh, I'm surprised. Like I'm surprised she didn't like pause for a second and be like, "Wait a minute, what just happened here?" Right. You know, she was just like, "Okay." You know what that is, David? Like that's that's a rigged system, and you just you you came out on top. I don't think I came out on top. <laughs> I may have come like on the on the chicken nug index. I may be on top, but on the life index, <laughs> definitely There's an inverse correlation. Yeah. What's the chicken nugs Dow looking like today? Yeah, it's looking <laughs> chicken nugs futures. Well, was that this morning? Was that recent? I was. I, was, I guess technically yeah, was this, technically morning. this okay. morning. Yeah. And then did you just you sat in the the parade traffic? Just oh like, no! Like eating your chicken nuggets, dipping into your. I mean, when we said morning, it's like t- technically morning. Yeah. Like, ah. It was like two thirty or something. Yeah. Fourth meal. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth. But no, it wasn't Taco Bell. Taco Bell branded. <laughs> what? What is? What is like the the generic term for fourth meal? What would you call it? Midnight snack. Okay. I'm cool with that. All right. All right. Damn. That was. I thought we were gonna get into a real debacle about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just put in. A put a stake in that man. one there. Yeah. Putting it up. Cool. So, besides that, well, well also, <laughs> okay, you, you figured out right. Let's talk about this chicken nuggets <laughs> the, for uh, the, for two hours. Yeah, the twenty piece is five. Yeah, twenty bucks. piece is five dollars, but you can like the two for two. The the the, the you can get two sixes for two fifty. So then, if for five dollars you can get four sixes, which is twenty-four, what? right? Uh, and you can do that yourself. Like you don't like, like you, you don't just need be to... like, yeah. Well, I okay. So I did that once. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they were confused. I got the order in, but they were like, "Wait, you want how many nuggets?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't know. So I mean, that's a cool life hack for your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Life hack. <laughs> Eat as many chicken nuggets you can fit in your stomach to die. <laughs> Life hack. Yeah. I've watched uh, my buddy Curtis eat like 50 nuggets. <laughs> I believe it. This place has really good ribs. 
70 cent <laughs> that bar that pennsylvania bar you told us about oh no they had really good chicken wings yeah oh, that's right that's right i don't remember was that on the recording did you tell me that after the fact that's a good question i don't remember the short story is pennsylvania like rural pennsylvania. yeah super racist bar lots of kkk merchandise really uncomfortable me and curtis eating wings <laughs> oh you went there yeah oh yeah See, super oblivious Curtis, just like <laughs> that's funny. How many like how many stories like like not racist stories, but like, <laughs> how many, like silly stories associated with Curtis? Do you have like that? That's like all of, like, like pretty much the past like fifteen years of my life. Yeah, so enough to fit a show, basically. Yeah, we should get him in. Yeah, we should. Oh man, I don't know if Curtis like Curtis might not even think. Of, Curtis always remembers stuff I don't remember. Uh huh. So maybe he does have enough stories, but I feel like two of you, if you're like, tell the one about the racist bar in Pennsylvania and be like, like, which one? (laughs) Yeah. I have like eight. Which racist bar in Pennsylvania? (laughs) (laughs) There's like, there's like bar owners in Pennsylvania listening to your podcast right now being like, Ooh, it could be us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 Janet, Janet, get in here, get in here. (laughs) Listen to this kid. Talk about his video games in our bar. <laughs> Gonna get a lot of foot traffic in. Cool. Well, like I said, um, Alex, Mason, and Dan were all super busy because of Brand Center. Because end of the semester. What is Brand Center? So it's the the graduate, the VCU graduate like advertising school, and it's basically like a world of its own. It's like right next to the business school. If you're familiar with the campus, David. Uh, I mean, I went there for four years and graduated, so no. but no. Okay. I was sequestered to the art building. Okay. Uh, where I could hit metal really hard with a hammer. Oh, sweet. It's like on Main Street, uh, east of Belvedere. Yeah. So like right over Belvedere is the business school and then right past that is a brand center, like a couple blocks, like on Adams or something. I don't know. But, uh, Not good signage. Oh, no. It's, I mean, Yeah. The, no, the, the part that says Brand Center, I don't even think it's facing Yeah, it's facing Jefferson. Yeah. So. So. But. Maybe I should go there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're, they all have their end of the end of the semester projects and, and they're all super stressed out because it's taking up a lot of their time. But they should be back and we're going to have end of the year, game of the year podcast. Oh, yeah. Discussion. Ooh, do any, uh, what are you, yeah, let's what's give your, us a little preview. You want to hear? Want to hear what's, what's on my list? Want to hear? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's hear it. All right, all right. I'll show you yours. You show me your mine. <laughs> you show me mine. I'll show you yours. <laughs> this podcast got weird. <laughs> uh, what's probably going to be on there? Um, so, so the rules we have for ours is that we don't limit it by this this year. Oh, it's like what you've mm. played in the past year. Yeah, because okay. I mean, I feel like I don't. I mean, it helps when you don't play games. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I play like 50-50, like games came out this year, games that don't. So like games that came out this year, they'll probably be on the list is like Mafia, uh, Mafia 3, um, but Undertale, Life is Strange. Uh, Wait, Undertale wasn't this year, was it? No. It was, it, no. Oh, this so, is, so this okay. Is, so okay, this okay, is for yeah. other years. Um, but Life is Strange and Undertale were both last year. Um, I'm trying to figure remember what else is on that witcher 3 witcher 3 is on there Everybody's yeah train. so I've, I've that's that's pretty much kind of a shoe in um i have an iphone game that i have on my list that i've been playing for like the past two months uh that's kind of like sort of like pac-man 256 uh-huh. uh but it's a little bit 
um, I like it a lot more because there's a lot more control to it. Um, now I'm bringing up my list to see what else is on there. My list. Firewatch, Stardew Valley, Wolf Among Us, Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. Were you a big wow. Pokemon Go player? I was for like two, three weeks. Um, but I think it's just so... I mean, that thing came out and just kind of set the world on fire. So I think it's I think it's important. And, you know, I love Pokemon. Okay. So it's 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 important to me personally, the nostalgia, and also seeing this kind of revitalization of Pokemon. So I think I think it deserves its due. You named his cat after Pokemon. Oh, uh, which which one? I did. Yeah, and your cat named after Pokemon. Pets, my cat's named after Albus Dumbledore. Oh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So what's your what's your cat's name? Albus. Albus. Yeah. Okay. But we didn't name him. We adopted him. I mean, is that one in the in the new Pokemon? Yeah. yeah. That's why I like number seven hundred fifty three or something. <laughs> yeah, they need to like have like a like a Pokemon <laughs> genocide so yeah. I can get back into it. Cut it back to about a dozen. <laughs> no, I mean like you can like let's just say you keep two hundred. Okay. Like, you just get like you get rid of like you have the original one fifty one. I think there's like a couple crap ones in the one fifty one. Like so. what? What's the worst? There's like one that's like a literally a like a friggin' magnet. Yeah, magnemite. Yeah, we don't need that. <laughs> you know what the evolution of magnemite is? You know, magnetorb. It's actually it's magneton. Yeah, like it's three of the magnemites just stuck together. <laughs> Let's be honest. There's some trash Pokemon in 151, but like there's trash Pokemon everywhere, man. Yeah, but that's the point. Like, you just gotta, what's the uh, what's like that thing where like I guess like uh, what are the people anthropologists like? Yeah, <laughs> or like uh, archaeologists. You know, people people can have like. Up to so many friends, you know what is that number? Oh, it's like it's it is. I like think it's like 140. Yeah, it's right. Like, it's so that's how many Pokemon there should be, because that's all you can remember. Yeah, that's yeah. All you, yeah. Okay, makes sense. So like every time like there's a new Pokemon, you just lose a friend in real life. <laughs> yes, that's true. If you die a Pokemon, do you retire in real life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I should do like Westworld plus Pokemon. Have you guys been watching that? No, not at all. Yeah. I, mean, I watched you... the first episode. Yeah, I've been I've been watching the whole thing, and it was it was gonna lose me about halfway in, because it it's just the the beginning of that that season is so uh, just drawn out, and then they hit this this mid season marker, and they're like, okay, now we're gonna ramp up, and we're gonna do all this actual storytelling where before it's like, look at the world, look at the world, look at the world, isn't this world cool? It's like, yeah, but it's right. episode three, guys. Come on, like, can we like do something? Yeah, I'm I'm a huge Yul Brenner fan. Yeah. So I love the original movie. I think Ed Harris is really cool. Yeah, he's a black. he's a good Yul Brenner. But, but I mean, not, uh, like Ed Harris, let's be honest, he's like B list actor. Nobody's gonna be excited about Ed Harris in a movie unless they're like Big Truman show fans. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I loved you in National Treasure too. I feel kind of bad about saying that because now that I think about it, Ed Harris is pretty cool. Yeah, he's he's been... all right. Well, but like who? Who would be a draw? Who is somebody you'd be like, I'm going to see a movie? Denzel. That's why I kind of want to see that new Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Okay. He plays the Yul Brenner dude, I think. Oh, I didn't know Yul Brenner was in that. The original version. Oh, yeah. I'm not a big Westerns guy. I don't have anything against it. I just haven't watched a lot of Westerns. Well, what's your problem against Westerns? They smell. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Uh, Well, if you guys want to talk about Pokemon some more, I have uh, my Pokemon cards right here. Uh, oh wow! Wow, he just produced like wow. an eight hundred page folio. It's, uh, wow, it's, uh, 
I think there's like 1,500 cards in here. <laughs> I've, I've, I've showed it off on the, on the, the He's straining to hold it. Yeah, it's kind of slipping out of my hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get back, get back in there. I just added some this morning because I bought a booster pack like a week ago. I was like, I need to rearm my Pokemon cards. <laughs> wait, no, oh, wait. So you still do you play do you play the Pokemans? No, I did for a little bit. Uh, Wendy and I played a little bit, but then you find out that they don't work cross generation, like because they yeah. redo the rules. Oh. So it's like I have this Pokemon from the original series of cards that has like. 80 health, whereas you have one from the new series of cards that has like 210 health. So this is super unbalanced. But I mean, you can buy decks like this. Like you can buy pre-made decks and just play with those. Uh, I'm sure Magic does that too. I never played Magic, so I can't speak to that. No Magic people in here? That's a first. That's a first. I collected them for the artwork when I was a kid. That's what I do with Pokemon. I've always wanted to get into it, but like none of my friends ever wanted to play Magic, so. Really? Then. They're all too busy with Yu-Gi-Oh. Apparently. <laughs> Although I did actually, like, I did play Pokemon uh, cards when they first came out. And, like, my punk-ass friend, like, I, I really think it's literally the first pack he bought. He got, like, a foil Charizard. Yeah. First pack I bought, I got a, coil, a foil Clefairy. And I traded it for Metapod. I was like, sweet Metapod! <laughs> so that's where my mind was at with that. I've never played Pokemon at all like in any Ever, yeah. instance right yeah we talked about that before i mean it's not your cup of tea it's not your cup of tea you've talked about i don't before. even know if it's my cup of tea but you were talking about like you wanted like a more robust rp and not to put words in your mouth but i'm trying to remember right. when we talked about it last time when you're here with andy bowers <laughs> there you go <laughs> you screwed it up again <laughs> Dude just flips the table <laughs> why are you bother coming here i think it was just, i mean it's just like there's a hundred something of these things that I need to get. Like, ugh. uh Originally, now there's like 760. Right. See, I could never do that. But then I think I talked a little bit about how it'd be cool to just go through the whole game with one. That'd mm-hmm. be an interesting challenge. Uh, Polygon has a video series right now where they do a, a Nuzlocke challenge. I don't know what that's referring to, but the, the point of the challenge is that you... um. There, there are rules to it, but one of the big rules is that when your Pokemon faints... You have to release it, <laughs> which means you don't have it anymore. Right. Um, so it's it's like you know, Dark Souls Pokemon. It's like roguelike Pokemon. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, do you have to stay level one? No, because your Pokemon. Whenever you defeat any Pokemon, you earn XP. So there's. Will will play any game if you force him to play this level one. <laughs> <laughs> Naked run through Pokemon. Yeah. Starter only. That'd be funny. We're so close on our Dark Souls run. Yeah. Dark Souls 3? One. One. <laughs> Tell me about it. Wrap on it. We, so we're doing a uh, Soul Level 1 run. Curtis Slacking. They played like two rounds last night. Yeah, it was pretty sad last night. Uh-huh. I was just really hungry. Uh, but yeah, so we're playing through the whole game, hitting every boss, level 1. So you, do you, ha- you have to force the level up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never played Dark Souls. So... Um, so you, you, I know you collect the souls. I know there are souls involved. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you, if you kill something, you get their souls and then if you get enough souls, you can level up, but souls are also like currency and everything. So like we're using souls to like level up our gear and stuff, but our character is still level one. Hmm. And right now we're at, I think it's going to be the hardest boss in the game. It's the boss of the DLC and, uh, he's just whipping us. Mm Mm-hmm. Like over and over, like for like a solid three months. 
Wow. Man, that's cool, though. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's really sad, but, like, uh, we'll, we'll get it. You guys, you're not... Uh, that's something you should, like, record or something. Yeah. Video I'm, series on it. I might do that. I, I'm kind of training right now myself to do it, mm-hmm. and I think once I get pretty good at it, I might stream it just for fun. That'd be cool. I still need to do, like, my first run, but only if Will's trolling me while I'm, while I'm <laughs> playing the game. Mm-hmm. Because I'm really bad at those types of games. Uh, and I'll just fuck it up. It'll be great. Yeah. I, I, you know, I say it all the time when we when Dark Souls comes up. I Eventually I'll play it. And find out whether or not I like it. Because I, I mean I know enough about it. I've seen it. I've witnessed enough about it. I've seen enough gameplay of it. To know what's balanced. <laughs> you know. Animation priority. Things like that. Right. I just have to see if that's for me. Because things like. that, Other games that focus on animation priority. Like Monster Hunter. Are definitely not for me. Yeah. So. I'm I'm curious if this will fall or like uh, fighting games, traditional right. fighting games are not for me, so I'm curious if this will uh, fall in the same same category. It, I I would say I've played a lot of those games. I've played a lot of Monster Hunter games or like two of them. I don't know. And then I've played several <laughs> yeah. fighting games. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I I don't really like either of them either. Really? Yeah. But the, but but you like yeah. Dark Souls a lot. Have you played all of them? Uh, yeah. You played. Blood, I haven't Blood played Blood through them. Okay, all. but you have touched them. Yeah. Even demons. Yeah. And Bloodborne. Yeah. Bloodborne. 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 Bloodborne's cool, but it's too spooky for me. Yeah, I can't handle scary stuff. Does uh, it have a lot of jump scares? With it's it's like the the monster design, and they have that a lot in Dark Souls Three. Yeah, too. and like all all the Souls games have a lot of like uh, ambushes, so I guess you can consider that a jump scare. I will say I love all the creature design in like Dark Souls that I've seen. Yeah, like it's like really like weird and creative. Right. It's very Guillermo del Toro. Feels True. like it. Feels like. Um, been playing anything else? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Pretty Just much. Just been Souls in it. Yeah, like uh, as far back as I can. I guess this year I played um, Crusader Kings too. Okay. On Tyler's recommendation. <laughs> How'd you like that? Like I kept trying to learn it's it. Really it bad. Hard. It's like super bad. It's the worst game I've ever played. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like Just if you're clip to Tyler. <laughs> yeah. But like you can like marry your granddaughter and then like kill people. Yeah. I mean, like. But like through a menu. Yeah. <laughs> and like the. So it's way more like. That's impressive. The, the thing about the game is you play the entire game through menus, and the menus are all like super cluttered and confusing and make no sense at all. Oh, so Eve. I've never played Eve, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's just that's why I've been told it's just an Excel file, but also a video game. Yeah, this is like an Excel file, but like if like you were reading an Excel file through some third party app that was just like, <laughs> you know, it would be better than cells, uh, hidden tabs. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the most important this table things. Referencing this other table that's <laughs> yeah. been pushed to a Google Doc. Oh. Like one of the most important things in that game is like figuring out like what people are up to and finding people and stuff. And the people button is like in the corner in the map section. Like I mean it's like the whole game is like that. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, like I don't really get it. Wait, so what is the game? The game is like having sex and getting children and making sure those children don't screw you over. And then you die and you get to play as these children you hate. Sounds like it's just like you're like a life. you're like a monarch, and then you just try to be make sure you're still the monarch. Yeah. So it's just 
political maneuvering. Gavel kind like law. Are you really into gavel kind law? Maybe. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Do I wield the gavel? <laughs> I don't know where gavels come into it, to be honest. <laughs> I gotta say, maybe the game would be better if they just added a gavel mini game. Yeah. <laughs> so like whack-a-mole? Yeah. It's like the peasants, and then you hit it with the gavel. Wait, so there's literally like... I, I thought this... I've only seen like the cover art for it, so I assumed like, oh, third person action adventure game. Oh no, no, yeah, not, no, no, not, no, not no, at no. all. It's, it's just, it's just, so, it's basically yeah, your you, wall map. Yeah, you have That's a big game. map of the world on the your wall. It's like staring at that and cussing out menus is the ga- is what that game is. I can do that and then work. You might be able to like come up with some like rich kind of narrative in your head, but like not portrayed at all on the screen. There's like a little bit of flavor text, but like essentially the flavor, t- like everything about the game is so obnoxious that you just skip all the flavor text. <laughs> Do you ever do the thing? Were you guys ever big Sims players at all? No. Well, what about you, Will? Uh, there was a time where I like trapped a bunch of people in walls and killed them. And that was, <laughs> okay. that's my experience. <laughs> right. But so I think it was in the Sims 2, maybe it was even in one, but you could take pictures and you could like basically like compose a journal. And like put captions oh, yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. So you could like tell stories and then like I guess you could then just do print screen over and over again and then post those <laughs> JPEGs to whatever your live journal. Yeah, your live journal, whatever forum you're on. But um I did that for a while. I think I made like all the characters from the Matrix at one point. Because there's like <laughs> a, a, a trench coat. Uh or maybe someone else made this, but I remember there being like this Neo and Morpheus analog in there because you could get black sunglasses and black clothes and black cargo pants and a black trench coat and it was just a bunch of guys walking around a park <laughs> it was like really bad matrix cosplay <laughs> and they were like talking to each other and things like that yeah it wasn't good so <laughs> so maybe is that what the level of crusader kings 2 i should come to expect uh, wise maybe even less so yeah way less so hmm. i mean you can name your guys funny names like my 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 dude was Squain, and then he had a kid named Squainus, and then Squainus had his kid named Squainerd, and and I think like it just kept going. I was like running out. It was like Squangela, and, <laughs> and then you start reusing them. You're like, shit, I've already done that one. So yeah, maybe it's Squainus like a, the second. Yeah, it's like an exercise in uh, entertaining yourself. Maybe that's funny. There's some there's some uh, value in that. I think. That's weird because I know Tyler's like a big Mountain Blade fan. Mm-hmm. So I thought this was just another like Mountain Blade game. Mountain Blade has the confusing menus, but there's also like a fun game. Yeah. So right. like if you like games. I like games. I would say go with Mountain Blade. I, mean, I, I do run a game podcast, so I hope I like games. <laughs> hope the facade has it more <laughs> 65 episodes in. <laughs> The hundred and thirtieth episode, you're just like, you know what, guys? <laughs> Fuck this. Games yeah. suck. Fuck games. Fuck this. Yeah. What about what about you, David? Have you been playing anything? Uh, I finally finished up uh, Wind Waker. Oh man! So on, on Wii U? Yeah, on the Wii U. So it's the first Zelda game I ever have actually beaten. Awesome. So I I've, I've accomplished something with my life now. <laughs> you know. I finally just, put something on that old yeah, resume. Yeah, I can put die, something on the resume. Die happy. You know. Uh, so that was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, what other Zeldas have you played that you have? I've not, tried not playing the the original NES one, mm-hmm. and it was like 
who the fuck can do that nowadays? Like, <laughs> it's like who can do that? No one can do. Who has the attention span to fi- like, especially if you don't have the instruction manual? Who could figure that shit out? Right. I think it's like if you were a kid, you just imagined it was really good. I guess. Kids don't, kids don't know quality. Zelda 2 is where it's at, David. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't tried Zelda 2, so maybe if I get a goddamn NES classic, I can... <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Get, but no. Okay. I was, like, this close to, like, entering the rat race of, like, trying to find an NES classic, and I was like, you know what? I'll just wait. I'll just <laughs> yeah. wait. Here, for... I- like for me, I want it like for Christmas, right? And then like half the value is just like having a nostalgia of being an idiot mm-hmm. on Christmas. Me like hee hee and play Mario Brothers. Uh, and then beyond that, it's like, what's the point? I mean, there are games on there I haven't played. Yeah. Um, they won't. I would. I would want to play Zelda two. I would want to play Zelda two the right way, yeah. <laughs> William. <laughs> like I try. I'd the like to try out Nintendo. the yeah. uh, the Castlevania games, and I'd like to try out like Super C and. Uh, Star Tropics is on there. I think it's like Double Dragon too. Like, there's a couple games I'd like to try on it that I never played as a kid. I'm, I'm a big uh, Final Fantasy One fan, so I'd, I'd, I'd replay Final Fantasy. That actually, like, I tried playing that once, and it was it was tough. Uh, it's tough. It's hard at points, um, especially the save mechanic in there. Because in the old version, the way you saved is that you had to buy a sleeping bag, hmm. um, and it would. That's the only way it would save. So it would heal you. So you know, if you were in town, you'd go to an inn and sleep and save, but when you're on the overworld, if you're not anywhere close to town, you would. So, so you know how items like upgrade over time. So, like in the first, I don't even play Pokemon, but like in the first town, you get a regular Pokeball, and then in like the fifth town, you get an, a Great Ball because it has a better capabilities uh, or better chance to catch Pokemon. In this game, the sleep roll upgrades to a tent, mm-hmm. and then it upgrades to a cabin. Yeah. So you just buy a cabin, yeah. and somehow in the overworld, just like unfold the cabin. <laughs> You just like build a new one every time. Yeah, I just you use it. Name your character Abe Lincoln. <laughs> Log cabins as far as yeah, I can see. But yeah, I I like I like Final Fantasy. That's the only Final okay. Fantasy I've played. But um, I can't swear to. Maybe it's actually bad. But I played on the Game Boy Advance and I liked it. It'd be cool if like uh, when you use a cabin that creates like a permanent save space, like a settlement yeah. of some sort. In That'd be that cool. World. But now they have the, the 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 actual save states like built into the system. So you just hit the reset button and it'll just save your state right there. And Dan, um, our other host on the podcast, he uh, swears by that's the only way you can play Zelda too. So, safe's coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I I mean I guess I guess technically a safe's coming, but yeah, because I don't know how the saves work in Zelda too. Right. Are they? Can you elaborate? Uh, it Are just kind of like I think it just saves your position in the overworld, maybe. But how so frequently? Like. like when you die, basically. What? <laughs> yeah. So you just continue all the time. Huh. That's weird. I don't know. I remember as a kid, like the manuals, like uh, don't don't turn the game off unless you've saved and continued or something weird like that, or like saved and returned to the title screen. And my dad was like really adamant about enforcing that. Mm-hmm. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny thing to enforce. William. He's like we'll always go back to the title screen. <laughs> yeah. I remember that's like the most my dad has ever like uh, disciplined me. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Just, like I'd be like, "All right, I'm done," and I'll go turn off. And he's like, "Did you die? Did you save?" <laughs> but uh, yeah. Aside from that, I don't really remember. Were you the one saying that your dad was a big Doctor Mario? Oh fiend? yeah. Oh yeah. Gotta get that. 
Get that Dr. Mario. Yep. Dr. Mario on the NES Classic. My dad and Ruthie's mom, I believe, are the, the Dr. Mario parents of our RVA game jam. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Not Andy, though? Andy's really good. Andy beats the crap out of me, and but I'm that wasn't decent. That wasn't hereditary? He didn't right, right. I don't think. I'll have to ask him. Hmm. I think that's through his own hard work hmm. and diligence. Hmm. So what made you want to stick with Wind Waker? As opposed like, to the to other, finish it, yeah. Like part of it is just like I'm like I'm gonna finish a Zelda game, uh, and like I enjoyed Wind Waker. Like it's just like a pretty chill game. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't know. I like the open world and like sailing and stuff, and like none of it was like too hard. And I don't know, by the end of it, I was just like sick of Zelda puzzles. Though it's like I'm sick of the Zelda logic bullshit. Just let me kill Ganon and just say <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> But no, we got to go find, we got to go hit four torches in the right order for no goddamn reason. We just rant and say blaspheme about Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I beat that Mm -hmm. and then uh, started up Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Ooh. I'm doing my uh, Wii U farewell actually (laughs) playing games tour. You can put it like on a little boat and set it on fire and send it out to sea when you're done. (laughs) Send it to eBay. Yeah. (laughs) Get two dollars and fifty cents, <laughs> but then go put that money towards the uh, NES class. Do you think we use will be like rare in like twenty years? Is that going to be like the? If you put it on eBay, you should be like switch to Nintendo Wii U, <laughs> so you get the confused grandma. Oh dollar. yeah, yeah. Or that's a big dollar this back. season. Well, after yeah. I buy the switch, I should just sell the box <laughs> <laughs> and then put the Wii U inside the box. Oh man, that that'd be brutal. <laughs> Oh, that gives me life. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to get. Uh, is is Tropical Freeze one of the Nintendo selects? Is that like one of the? $20 I think it ones? is twenty bucks now. Like, and it's really, really good. It's a good price. Yeah, it's a good price. I haven't, I haven't played any like the like Donkey Kong Country Returns. I I played a little bit of the one on the Wii. I didn't like it because you had to waggle to like roll or whatever. Yeah, but like with the gamepad, it's pretty good. Any any, any Donkey Konga fans in the house? It's the one with the conga drums. I feel like I had it. Uh, No, I had Taiko Drum Master. I was more into that. Oh, okay. Uh, I played that once. I think I played it at like a game crazy or something, and they had a demo station. It's just it's 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 like a rhythm game, but it's a it's like a rhythm platformer. Um, Was that the Jungle Beat? Then then there was Jungle Beat. Oh, there was another game. Yeah, so there's Donkey Konga, then Jungle Beat. Oh, I thought you were just making up a name. I'd never heard of that before. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure there's two separate games. Okay, I might be wrong. I don't know. Fact check. Fact check. Reader Go- mail. Google it. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is Will Blend. Um, <laughs> Just calling in to let you know. <laughs> Eight minutes and 50 seconds into the last podcast, you <laughs> inaccurately stated that the 2008 release of Donkey Kong <laughs> <laughs> Jungle Beat originally released in Japan December 14th. 1996. <laughs> Japan always gets those games easy early. It's not fair. It's not fair. I mean, they did make them there. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> get, get Trump to call Prime Minister of Japan. Sit him straight. Is Cuba getting like a bunch of cool like American video games right now? I mean, I think they always were getting cool American video games, and you're just getting them super cheap and illegally. Uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a really good video, Vox video, about the ad hoc internet um, in Cuba, uh-huh. an ad hoc like uh, 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 movie trade, because you know they didn't get 
There's no Netflix there. There's no streaming. Right. Is that like really just like drive around with USBs? Or yes. Something? Yeah. Okay. So you have basically these these movie runners that like hole out in a house and a bunch of people from the block come up with their USB drives and download that week's movie releases and they go home and watch them. And then next week they come back and watch the new pirated ones. That's I mean, awesome. doesn't sound so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy. Want that suicide? You want that suicide squad? <laughs> yeah, see, Will, you'd be like a king in this world. I know. I know how to torrent stuff. Yeah. I know how to use the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I know you torrent. Everybody I know that has cable, I'm just like, what? <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> it's like, it's less work, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 160 bucks just to go without the hassle. Not worth it. Not no. worth it, I say. Yeah, live sports. Very important. Live sports. Mm-hmm. Although now, like you, you can, Twitter. oh yeah, I watched, uh, I watched it was some game the other day, last night, not last night, two nights ago. Do they actually show footage? Like, no, they have like some Thursday night NFL games on Twitter. Do they like, show they'll, footage? They'll live stream it. Wow. Yeah. Is this a periscope? Is it like some guy? In, like, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's like, like it's like the up? TV, like Twitter, for whatever reason, paid a lot of money. To, right to get streaming rights for Thursday night game. I mean, I, I mean, I get like notifications about it, but I've never checked in. I mean, it's a really good quality stream. I don't have to like go to crazy CD sites. So. That's cool. Isn't it weird how like live stuff is like sometimes like people want to watch live sports, but like if I was if I'm like into a show, the idea of like being like, oh geez, it's Thursday at seven o'clock. I gotta go sit down in front of the TV yeah. for a half hour, like. That's crazy to me. That's like that. I mean, I'm I'm like that with live any live television. Like I'm kind of like that yeah. with Westworld. Like Westworld's nice because it's just kind of like because we have the the streaming app, so it right. just says, "All right, it's unlocked. Yeah, watch it whenever. Yeah, so I don't have to queue in." But it's still kind of like I don't know. I got a big discussion with uh, the other guys on the podcast about um not on the podcast, but in our in our Facebook chat about how I don't really like the episodic tv model i prefer the netflix model because i can binge if i want but i can also be like all right i want to see it's like reading a book it's like i want to read these three chapters yeah and then i want to pick the stopping point i don't want do you mean like you mean the way the shows are structured um kind of like you know some some shows like still kind of do like the oh cliffhanger like oh big reveal in the last 15 10 minutes of the show right but also i just mean like kind of you want like an overarching story? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like the handing it out piecemeal, I'm not a big fan of. But yeah, I'm yeah. also not a big fan of like problem of the week kind of shows. Like that's why I kind of got sick of Arrested Development. Oh, uh, yeah. Because it was kind of like the same jokes over and over. But no, you just call it meta humor, then it's funny. Oh. <laughs> ah, I got it. Cool. <laughs> I I'm, it look at that loose seal. <laughs> So I've been like kind of sick for the past like. I saw your tweet. Twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> yep, twenty years ago, I got a date stamped right here. And like when I get really sick, I love binge watching shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What have you been watching? Uh, well, hey, I guess this is my show, David. Because like two weeks well, ago, you excuse me. <laughs> I guess like two weeks ago, when I was like, I got really sick for a day, and uh. Yes, it was just a day. I don't know. I was like six, so it could have been like three or four days. Uh huh. Felt like a day, but I was just like in bed and I watched the entirety of the IT crowd. Oh, nice. Is that, is that good? 
Yeah, it's really good. Okay. You never watched the IT Crowd? Mm-hmm. You need to watch the IT Crowd. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah, it's super good. And uh, kind of recently, I've been sick again, so uh, I've been watching My Name Is Earl, one of my top three favorite television shows. Yeah, you can just watch it over and over. It's the most beautiful show. I I will have to say, the way that show is written, structured, shot, like everything about that, that is like gives me a Will Blanton vibe. Yeah. I will say that. I mean, Do you, don't you think like he could just be like a character? Yeah, in that you could show? just walk onto that set and be yeah. like, "My name is Will." in the face. <laughs> I feel like that's too violent for that show. But I, don't... I never really watched it. The if con- it was like rock solid, it would work. Yeah, birdshot. <laughs> yeah, like that scene in Kill Bill. <laughs> yeah, much less violent, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so that's, would you want to watch a, my name is Earl slash Kung Fu movie? Uh, yeah, I could get into that. Well, so my name is Earl is so great. Let me break it down for you. Why it's so great. Right. Because like, so it is kind of like a weird, like, uh, outsider take on poor people, Mm -hmm. but it's also like, it's just about poor people. And like you watch like, like so so like Malcolm in the middle, right? It's like this lower income family. Right. With like all these kids. But they live in like the suburbs. They have like a three story house. Right? right. Brian Cranston's their dad. Right. Yeah. What do you complain about? Yeah, I mean they're basically rich. They're essentially like they're like what they're culturally rich. Well, they're also like monetarily pretty well off. Like they make it look like, oh man, like everything's falling apart, but like Look at look, they got it going on, right? Yeah. Because that's just like the poorest that like some Hollywood executive could possibly <laughs> think of. We only had one car. <laughs> we had to share the car. <laughs> right. And so like my name is Earl is like there's like trailer parks, they live in a motel. Like this is real poor, right? <laughs> so it makes me feel real man's poor. Yeah, it makes me feel better about being poor, basically. But like so in like it's about this guy who's like this just like super shady jerk who's like a dick and a thief. And then, uh, so the basis of the story is he like wins a hundred thousand dollars in the lottery and then he gets hit by a car, loses the ticket and he's in the hospital watching TV. And, um, uh, who is, who is the MTV TRL guy? Oh shit. Matt Lauer. Uh, uh, <laughs> I see Chris. He is, I want to say yeah. Ken. Ken something? Ken Kardashian. No, Ken. Oh, f- when we hear it, we're going to be like, oh. Yeah. Norm uh, McDonald. Carson Daly. <laughs> is it Carson Daly? No. Well, that's one of them, but I was, I was thinking of the, uh, I have the no idea. Kurt Loader. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely that's not That's like TRL. older. Yeah. I have no idea what you guys are talking uh, about. <laughs> so it's Carson Daly's on. I think it's Carson Daly. Yeah. He's on the TV and he's like, somebody's like, I'm all right, Carson, but what about you? How do you, you know, you always have a pretty lady on your arm and you're doing well. And he's like, it's karma. You know, I do good and good things come back to me. And so Earl thinks that Carson Daly is made up karma. And he's like, well, I'm going to give this a shot. And so he writes down everything bad that he's ever done. And he goes out and he has this list and he makes up for it. Convenient for like, like one per half an hour session of his life. Yeah. And it's also like, it's just this beautiful tale of redemption, <sighs> brotherly love. <sighs> Every episode makes me cry. Really? Without fail, yeah. 
Yeah, I've. I've, I've, I don't believe you. That's. (laughs) You can. You can watch. You should put that on the box set. The part where I try and hide my face—that's the part where I'm crying. Okay. Uh, Like in uh, the recent episode I watched, uh, his brother. He's kind of like a doofus. And so Earl's like, big guy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so Earl's like, look, Randy, you need to go find your own stuff to do or whatever. And so Randy's like trying to find his own purpose. And he like can't get a good job. And he gets stuck working like as a bus boy. And it's just like, uh, nobody's liking this. And meanwhile, Earl is trying to do this thing on his list. But he keeps like messing up. And it like takes him all day. And he can't get it done. And so he like retries it every day, every day. And then eventually uh, Randy's like, well, I have a day off. Let me come along and help you. So he comes along and helps Earl with everything, and they get everything done early. And it's just this beautiful. It's like a, every episode's like better than Ace of Ops fables. A A Aesop. 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 But yeah, cool. Beautiful show. How many seasons? Uh, four, I think. Was it NBC N- canceled it? I was gonna say it was an NBC show, right? Yeah. Wait, did they cancel it before you finished the list? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was there like a defi- or was, did they just not have time to do like a season series finale or something? Yeah. Because like it wasn't like a numbered list, right? Right. Well, it was, but like he does them out of order. Okay. But like the, it wasn't like okay, we got thirteen more to go. <laughs> right. No. But um, and then Raising Hope. That's another great show. Same people that made Earl. And there's a pretty good callback where they go on the NBC lot and one of the characters kicks, kicks like one of the dudes in the nuts and he's like, that's for canceling Earl. <laughs> Got their comeuppance. Yeah. I, I was, I assume raising hope was not on NBC. I don't think so. <laughs> I assume not with that. Yeah. With that prodding. I Though, think, I mean with, with the way 30 rock makes fun of NBC all the time. Right. Be anyone's game. What were you going to say, Dave? Is that the one, um, like, the guy's a Capitals fan? I think so. Because, so you know like, that's the only reason, yeah. like, like, was my mom all the time be like, oh, look, the guy in this sitcom, he's a Capitals fan, yeah. dude. But he's also, them- he's also the guy from Deadwood. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, he played two people in Deadwood. Yeah. So, I've never seen Deadwood. Oh, you need to watch Deadwood. I heard, it's the HBO show, right? Yeah. yeah. But, in my head, I used to get Deadwood, Torchwood, Twin Peaks and Doctor Who just all lumped together in my head. <laughs> wow. That, okay. Torchwood, because Torchwood is a Doctor Who spinoff, right? Right. Uh, okay. uh, Torchwood and 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 uh and Deadwood confuse all the time. And then right. I think I've seen pictures of Torchwood and it looked very Twin Peaksy, like Pacific Northwest. I've no idea. I know nothing about any of these shows. I'm speaking straight out of my Torchwood ass. was right. Pacific Northwesty. Maybe just because I had wood in the title. Okay. <laughs> uh but and so I would just get those all confused. And I mentioned it once. I was like, isn't that Deadwood or something? And super got shot down. And so I finally like, I need to figure this shit out. And I finally looked, <laughs> got, got it all straight in my head. So Torchwood and Doctor Who are the only shows that are related. Okay. And Twin Peaks is, what's yeah. his face? Who's, who's the guy? David Lynch. David Lynch. And he's a big, big dude. Um, yeah, I don't know what Twin Peaks is, but you need to watch Deadwood. It's easily the best of all the series that you mentioned. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you can add cocksucker to your vernacular. <laughs> I think Twin Peaks is probably the best. Yeah. Uh, is it good? Pe- people yeah. really like that show. 
probably not as good as dashboard. <laughs> I, have, I have no, I have no horse in this. I went to, uh, I went home for Thanksgiving, um, and that's like the only time I actually watched cable television. And I watched like half an episode of Melissa McCarthy's sitcom. Have you seen this? No. It's kind of like it kind of gives me like a Roseanne vibe. It's like that kind of like. Is it good? Eh, what is it? It's a sitcom. I don't know what it's called. It's where Melissa, Melissa McCarthy's Family Hour. I don't know. It's okay. It's just her. The episode was like about them. They had like a um, a uh, they were adopting a child, and but it wasn't born yet. So they had a surrogate mother, oh. and, they, and the whole episode was about that. And then at the end of the episode, Melissa McCarthy's like was holding her new child and was like, "Also, I'm pregnant." And they're like, "Whoa!" Because apparently she couldn't get pregnant or something, and she got pregnant. Ah. but like the the husband is this really really big dude and gives me like a big uh, john goodman vibe huh. i don't know i know nothing about the show and then i watched like half an episode of agents of shield and boy does that show look like hot trash yeah Holy i was kind of like, like a marvel one it's, yeah yeah it's it's in the marvel cinematic universe yeah. but it's an abc show so it has to be abc appropriate and abc budget so all the cg in there is super bad like really bad like there's a part where they're like in a jet plane like whatever the jet, big jet is that they're in and they're flying it over the ocean and like it's like all flat textures like it looks uh. it looks like wind waker like the water is like the way it's <laughs> it's like not shadowed at all there's no there's no lighting on it and i was like oh my god this is so bad yeah i'm like i i enjoy those uh avenger flicks like i'm not like super into them but like i'll watch them when they come out and uh-huh. i'll enjoy them and stuff uh and like I was like, oh, this is gonna be great because it has like the most likable character from this franchise. Yeah, Coulson spinoff. Yeah, yeah. And then like I watched the first episode and I was like, this guy's not likable anymore. What's there's like no reason for me to watch this now. It's just yeah, it's very it's very soap opery, and none of the characters seem interesting. And so like we're young, hip, twenty something agents. Look how young and hip we are. Sounds like it should be on the CW. Yeah. Well, see, brothers. my yeah. hate of the Marvel Cinematic Universe used to be so pure. I could safely say I hate all of it, and it's all trash, and it's all for awful people. But I enjoyed Doctor Strange, and I don't like that I enjoyed Doctor Strange. I, I yeah. want to see Doctor Strange. It was pretty good. Pretty. It's sound, a pretty movie. Sound, it sounded really good. I like all the Netflix shows. Yeah. Um, have you seen... Was that what you were referring to about the Marvel stuff? Or are you referring mostly for the movies? The movies. Yeah. I can't really get into the shows. I think I don't know why. I got I really liked the first few episodes of Daredevil, and then eventually I was just like, I don't care anymore. I can see that. I mean, if Daredevil didn't catch you, like that's probably the strongest of them. Yeah. So I mean, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones kind of have their own flavor. I think I watched Curtis watch Jessica like the entirety of Jessica Jones, and I really didn't get into it, but I wasn't paying attention. I like them. I like them for what they are. I like, you know, they're they're got some grit on those. You feel it, it gets in your teeth. And yeah. It's gritty. Um <laughs> or like they I and Punisher's probably my favorite Marvel hero. Oh yeah. So they do Punisher very well in the second season. Daryl. I'm kinda I do I do kinda wanna watch that. Oh my god, it's so oh god. He just fucks up so many people and it's so glorious. It's so gratuitous with the way he just fucking murders people. And it's fantastic. Oh my god. Was it on was it on this like last were we did we ever talk about the Punisher movie and the part where he, the dude does like a somersault and blows up? 
You might have mentioned that? I couldn't tell That's you. That's my favorite part of... Is that the Dolph Lundgren one or the, the second one? The second one. I remember that part. There's like a there's like a parkour dude. And the whole <laughs> movie is... Parkour dude. The movie is essentially like, parkour sucks and I have guns. And so like, no offense, Momin. But there's this guy... <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy doing parkour and like he's like doing he does like a backflip off of some building and onto another but like in the middle of his backflip just like the camera doesn't move or anything it's still like this like wide angle shot of this dude doing parkour and then from like the foreground there's just like uh rpg is just like <laughs> blows him up midair and then the camera cuts to like the side of a building and just like a little like homely window and like punishers in the window like oh yeah it's pretty good <laughs> that's a really that's that's the only part of the movie i remember but it was amazing i remember the part where he um because uh uh john travolta is the villain in that movie i think that's the first one this might be a third one. Oh, you're thinking you're thinking the one he I know which one you're you're thinking of Warzone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never seen that one. That sound cuz that scene did not sound familiar in right. the, in the second one. I forget who the actor is in the second one. It's the guy from Hung, that HBO show, if you've seen that. It's the main character in that. Is that about a wiener? It's about him being a male prostitute, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh What else could that show be about? <laughs> a western? Hung? Yeah. Yeah, he was like Gallows. Yeah. Like he's a hangman. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But uh, there's a part in the second. I was thinking one. like a, a show about coat racks. Yeah. Yeah. Like that'd be good. Be like an antique road show, but only about coat racks. Oh, like something like The Office, but it takes place in like the coat room of like a museum or something. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. NBC, if you're listening, call us up. Bring back. My name is Earl. Ask for Kersley Earl. <laughs> I wonder if they could do it as like an experimental single room show in the coat rack room. Yeah. What do you think? I'm I'm on board, but it should be like Fear Factor. They should like <laughs> lock him in this room and then like subject him to like really bad torments, like flood the room with hornets can, or something. Can Joe Rogan also be on the show? Sure. <laughs> Give him something to do. Yeah. <laughs> Give that man a job. Yeah. Uh. But in the second one, there's a part where he's like going through John Travolta's like facility or base or whatever, and he grabs this guy, pins him against the wall, takes out a knife, and stabs him through the bottom of his jaw and then through his mouth and into the roof of his mouth. So he opens his mouth and there's just a knife sticking out. Ew. I thought that was the most pretty brutal. Warzone has some really gross parts. I think he like shoots a dude's like head off with like a shotgun. Hmm. It's good. It's good. It's pretty brutal. I like, in terms of the actors that play Punisher, I have no idea why they gave Dolph Lundgren or the guy that's in the second movie it because they don't look like him. Right. Uh, John Bernthal in the Netflix series. Eh. <laughs> sure. I mean, I mean, I mean, he does. A, he does a really good performance. But like, looking like, it's the same reason I hate Michael Keaton as Batman because he doesn't fucking look like Batman. Add the fucking perm, the right. early 90s perm or pompadour or whatever yeah. the hell he has. Makes it even worse. Um, but the guy in the third Punisher movie looks like Punisher. Yeah. And that's why I think is cool about that movie. Is that you cast someone that like looks I, like the character. I would like Punisher better if they like remade it like 60s Batman. And then like his main <laughs> like villain was the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would like that. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely would. <laughs> 
Does he do like the, the Adam? Like Wick you dance? can keep it. You can keep it just as brutal, but only. But you have to add '60s camp. Yeah. Do we need the pal bang? Yeah, Chains. but then like blood sprays. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really great. Eviscerate. <laughs> Uh, disembowel Ugh. let edgar wright direct it that'd be great what else has he made that name sounds familiar uh sean of the dead oh, oh scott okay. pilgrim that's okay. what i was thinking gotcha. about gotcha, the gotcha. pals and stuff gotcha gotcha um so david been playing anything else <laughs> see uh tropical freeze and, and and wind waker big wii u man well, like, I just, like, I don't play games anymore. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, well, I don't know. Well, I was about to say, like, I, I think, so you were talking about waiting for the NES Classic. Yes. And I was thinking, like, that's what I do, is I just wait all the time. And it was about the time when I started waiting is when I stopped playing games. Because, like, I'm just, like, like I played, like, I bought you, the new. What are you waiting for? Like, price like for them to be like way cheap. Oh, right, right, right. Like, I'm really excited to play GTA 5. Like, I've played it a little bit at friends' houses and stuff, but like, I really want to just like get in a car, do the speed limit, explore the city, <laughs> get in an airplane, listen to some tunes. Right, exactly. Flying Lotus has like a. That might have been the other one. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, like, it's, it's but I'm like waiting. It's got to be like 20 bucks now. Like, and, same uh, with me. And No Man's Sky. Oh yeah. Like it, it. Like by the time it's like ten bucks, it'll probably be a good game. Yeah. I'm psyched. <laughs> it's about it's that. inversely proportional. The price is inversely proportional to the quality of the game. But I really want to play a bunch of these newer games. Like, I by the way, Titan Internet, you need to continue to hate No Man's Sky. You're not allowed to turn back now. You need to continue <laughs> to be pieces of shit. Okay. <laughs> Can't fuck you, Internet. Don't give your childish me. hate of No Man's Sky. <laughs> No, you don't get to turn back. You don't get to turn back when the game turns good. No, you have to pretend <laughs> to still not like it. Fuck uh, all you people, and also fuck heavyweights. The movie? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like twenty years. No, because like we were at Curtis's and we watched the heavyweights, and like that, like those are evil children. Oh, so there's an evil children. That's just a hardworking <laughs> Ben Stiller ben trying Stiller's to fuck. In that movie no he just he's trying to help those poor children no, he's a fuck i like to imagine that that and then like there's that creepy like fat camp counselor who's, who's been there for like he's been years. there for like 20 years and like is really uncomfortably close with the main character yeah the one who's still fat or the one yeah that lost yeah. all the weight the one who's still fat although i was bored last night i was saying like what do the heavyweight camp kids look like that dude grew up he he turned out all right really the, yeah the main the main kid he turned into a, a dashing lad in spite of that film, in spite of that film, maybe because of that <laughs> right. film. So, so, the, so the, the 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 fat camp counselor, who's basically uh, budget John Candy. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's, <laughs> yeah. I always got that's the perfect that description of that. Right. Yeah. Or like, we don't want to go. Like, we don't want to. We don't want this to be funny. So don't get Chris Farley. Yeah. Don't want to be no. goofy in that way. Yeah. That would have been a great movie. Chris yeah, if Farley, actually Fat Chris King? Farley is yeah. Was he dead by then? I don't know. Did Chris Farley back check for next episode? <laughs> that like, go ahead. Oh never mind. Chris Farley and Tupac are still alive. Yeah. Chilling with John Belushi. Or is it Jim? I John, John Belushi's John corpse. Belushi. <laughs> yeah. John Belushi's. Yeah, I always get that mixed up too. According to John. And or, Andy Kaufman. 
<laughs> yeah, like a movie that heavyweights with John Belushi, John Goodman, Chris Farley, and Andy Kaufman. I'd watch that. <laughs> I thought you were just going to name John actors. John Belushi. I don't know why I added John Goodman. Probably I'll just, I'll just go with John's. Because, like, John Goodman's not dead, I don't think. No, he's not dead. I mean, he could die by the time this is uploaded. Then I'd be like, I'd, f- I'd be like really bad about that. He lost a shit ton of weight. Yeah, he did. It was like scary how much weight he's lost. It's crazy. So did um, uh, Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller. <laughs> they both <laughs> yeah. just killed Penn. <laughs> or, I mean Teller. <laughs> so that's they lost all of his weight. I kind of wish like Teller would get fat anytime Penn gets skinny. <laughs> it's just a orb. Like they just they have to like. It, it's like magic. Yeah, magic. You should just get a fat suit for his size. Uh, who's the other guy? Smith. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. As oh, someone yeah. who is like constantly confused for Silent Bob, I need to make sure that he doesn't lose more weight than I. I don't think have. that's possible, Will, because <laughs> that man. Have you seen that man's jorts? There's some big ass jorts. <laughs> but didn't he get pretty skinny or did Yeah, he, like, I mean he's up? lost a lot of weight. Has he? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I thought he like yeah, that airplane incident scared him straight. Yeah. Oh, we had to buy two seats. <laughs> I guess that would be a good come to Jesus moment. Yeah. I mean Yeah. As if airplane tickets aren't expensive enough, you have to buy. Only four hundred bucks. So um, another thing I want to ask you guys, since I mentioned my game of the year list, mm. I'm curious what games you guys thought were the most important games to you this year. David, I'll start with you. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> most important games. Well, however you want to rank it. Like if, if you wanted to look back at this entire year and it doesn't have to be a game that came out this year, but it, okay. just say like, this is, this game sticks out a lot to me from this past year. I'm really bad at like recall. That's why you should start podcast right. in the show notes of every podcast, put the games you played. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want to just say Wind Waker. Can't keep talking about Wind Waker. I mean, Wind Waker's a good choice. Undertale. Did I play? No, Inside. Yeah, Inside was oh, yeah. fucking oh, great. Yeah. 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 That's pretty good. Uh, I think that's probably my favorite game that I've played this year. Yeah, I, pl- I played that. Um. all i got for now yeah. well my only comment on inside is that I fucking hate that ending no the ending was great yeah. what are you talking about no you're definitely wrong no, no, you're like no. you're objectively wrong <laughs> it's bullshit the, the from the point of all the body horror shit can we just are we allowed to just spoil this game yeah well i'll say we're gonna sp- spoiler we're gonna spoil spoilers don't fucking played it even though it's only three hours long yeah so and I'll put it, a timestamp in the description. How could you not love that ending? It's shitty. It's dumb. It that entire that entire game God. that entire game is about this kid's journey escaping from. That you entire know. game is about him being brain fucked into breaking out the creepy leg demon. That wasn't no to that. be to so he could flop around on a beach. <laughs> it was brilliant. <laughs> it was not brilliant. It was not brilliant. The entire game has you expecting that he's trying to escape from something, and if the twist was that you're actually not escaping, you're just falling. Because you're into you're it. mind controlled by the by the leg demon. Is that what they're implying? Yeah, that it's like calling to you. 
No, it's like you know how it has like that brain takeover functionality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's doing that to you. You're you're the you're the leggy thing doing that to the to the kid that you're playing as. Like the entire time he's brain fucked. What makes you think that? Like internet videos. <laughs> okay, like it's meta. Because oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just. But it was just so cool. It was just like. Yeah, it was gross. I, I can't handle. Great. Yeah. I can't handle body horror. It's. Uh. It was. It like it was weird and gross, but without being gross. It's like the end of a cure. <laughs> it was pretty gross. Yeah. But it wasn't oh. like. Like I can't look at this gross. Well, like so, it wasn't like violence in uh, Punisher where he shoots a dude face off. It's like violence in like true detective where like it like when somebody gets stabbed or something you're actually like no, it's like human centipede where it's I, just like ugh. it's so great because like the whole game is like super sinister and creepy and like foreboding and at the end it's just like fuck you woo! <laughs> like Snaking just along. didn't see this shit coming did you like it, it was like a punchline of a really good four-hour joke but that that made me hate it though because it was just, it's so out of, I mean, it's not that left out of left field because like, because of all the, the bodies that you control in the game, but it's just like, it doesn't, it doesn't say anything with it. And, you know, and I'm, I'm obviously taking it more seriously, like, and not that that's a good or a bad thing, but like, you know, I had an interpretation that was different than your interpretation of, of that game. And I also wasn't, I, I didn't read after the fact. And also there's a second ending. Apparently there's like a room you can find after you find all Yeah, that's where it's like, it showed more, it was a bit more explicit about like him being controlled. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just like maybe if because you know I played it all the way through and 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 I was like waiting for it. I was waiting for like the the final conclusion. But when the body just the big massive limbs just rolls onto the beach and then just flattens out and the single <laughs> shaft of light comes down, yeah. I'm like, and then I was like, and there's that second where you like hold your breath and you're like, is this the ending? And then the credits come up, and I'm like, "Oh no!" Because oh. it just—it's so good. It didn't say anything. I just wanted to like. I, I, Did you notice the diorama that was the exact same like beach earlier in the game? Was it inside the facility? Or yeah, was it? it was pretty cool because like it just shows you like that coastline or something as a diorama. Like, so it's like I guess like it implies that like they're trying to get it to do that, or like it's not really escaping. Hmm. I mean, that kind of, I guess that kind of recontextualizes the ending in a way. Cause like, I thought they, the, the researchers had like no control over the thing and everyone was super terrified, but you're saying they had like some kind of control and they were like intentionally wanted to see what it was going to do. Maybe like, I'm not going to pretend that I really understood anything that was going on in that game. Well, a bunch of the researchers help you out. Yes. At the, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I thought they were like trying to, well, they are trying to retrap it. Right. Um. And then you br- they like throw you down that shaft, and then you break through the wall down there and stuff. Hmm. So good. I mean, I enjoyed. And that was like the, the perfect length for a game. Too. Yeah, that's true. Three hours. Three or four hours. Yeah. Can't do no more Triforce quests. Tell you that. <laughs> I mean, I guess. The fury's gone, David. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you smoldered it. I was so ready to go in a game of the year, being like, "Fuck this game. Fuck you. Fuck it." But Did I'm, you hate No Man's Sky? No. Now you can hate it. You're allowed to hate it. Oh, am I? I, yeah. I can reach. Oh wait, no, wait, no, wait. I forget. What was my rule on that again? You can't not hate it. Anymore. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You can't you not can't hate change it. Change back. You yeah. can't. Yeah. 
I like No Man's Sky from the. Yeah, I would say the. Uh, as far as this year goes, No Man's Sky is probably the one game that I've played. Period. Okay. Time. You played Inside. Yeah, I played like the first like five minutes, and then I just gave it to you. Yeah. I don't know. You technically played it. I watched. You watched. I mean, that's the same thing. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Uh, Bloodborne was a big game mm-hmm. for me. Why No Man's Sky? Uh. I don't know. It's just kind of chill. Like the the one thing, like, like I don't really care that like, uh, you can't go to whatever, you can't see people, or like, uh, right. you know what I mean. But like, I would say that the game would be twice as good for me if you had a camera to take pictures with. Yeah, I can see that. It's called print screen. Yeah, but <laughs> then it's got that UI. Like, I just want to be able to like. Like it'd be really cool if the camera had like cool zooming and like yeah. focus things. You want like would you want like an actual like manual film camera like yeah, where yeah. you had to like I mean like adjust video it. game down a little bit but like and I feel like the, the appeal like, of that shit, would just be like yeah. <laughs> making it like obnoxiously complex to deal with it. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. It's like that game receiver where it's like it's it's the most realistic handgun simulator because you have to like physically like cock it and like reload it yeah. and then if you yeah. pull the 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 top of the gun back too far it just like falls off so the entire gun can like fall apart because you know you can disassemble it is this is a vr game no it came out like a couple of years ago that's really good i can't remember what it was called receiver oh receiver yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, that's cool i'm glad i'm glad you liked no man's sky did you did you buy it or uh i played it else? at curtis's yeah yeah I, I bought it um when you were talking about games, um, that you try to wait to be discounted. I bought that when it first came out and I bought Mafia three just cause I was like, I really want to check these games out. Yeah. I really want. So I like, I'm kind of bummed that I'm the kind of guy that waits cause I want to play that really bad. I want to play final fantasy really bad. I do too. Wait, is, uh, is the, is that going to be on PC at all? Or is no. it only PS final fantasy or it's, yeah. it's consoles only. So it's on the Xbox one. But, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's kind of bullshit too. I thought there was like a lot of rumors that it would be PC. But. I mean, they might make a PC port later, but I mean, it took them ten years to get this far. I think. <laughs> yeah. And like that Red Dead game's not going to be on PC. Well, Red Dead One's still not on PC. Technically, it is. If you aren't have... there two Red Deads? Well, there's Red Dead Revolver, which was. It's really bad. Oh yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's super bad. Okay. And that was original Xbox. Uh, PS2. Uh, so that era. Yeah. 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 So they, um, I think uh, Capcom was set to publish it, and it was made by some developer. I think it was like Happy Whale or something. I forget what they they were called. And then Rockstar acquired them and the rights to the game, and renamed the developer. They became Rockstar San Diego. I think San Diego doesn't oh. exist anymore, or oh. like they've been fucking scaled global down or warming, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but. They they purchased it because they saw the potential in it. And it's like, well, we need to make this game because Red Dead Revolver is not open world. Right. It's like level based or something. It's a yeah. third person shooter. Um. So then they made Red Dead Redemption, and then now Red Dead Redemption Two, which I still hate the name of. So I wish they would call it something else. Red Dead Revolution. I don't care. Name it something else. Oh, man, it'd be Red like Dead a dance dance revolution. revolution. Red Dead. <laughs> the DDR. Yeah, DDR. Yeah, I played yeah. played a bunch of DDR this year. Two DDR be... pads right behind you in that. Oh, I want to do like a like a I want to mod my pad or 
get one so you can have like a hard pad. Yeah. Yeah. Wendy's are kind of falling apart. So I want to like either make her one or get her one. I'm curious what the gray market is on DDR pads. Confusing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Rockstar's bad, not bad, but they never, they never released the PC version of their games at the same time. Like GTA 4 and 5. But they'd at least like announce it, right? No. GTA 5, they did not announce the PC version. But they also didn't release any of the Red Deads on yeah. PC. But you can technically play Red Dead Redemption 1 on PC if you have PlayStation Now. Because there's a PlayStation yeah, Now. Yeah. Yeah. The whole point, like, I don't know. I'm like, unless you're Nintendo, I, you don't get to pull any of that bullshit anymore for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why Nintendo, though. Because it's like, because you can emulate all those games. Because like, because <laughs> their systems are so crappy. I don't know. Nintendo. I like, got Dolphin. No one else makes like really good AAA two D platformers except for Nintendo. Or like, just like they make like the highest quality like arcadey fun games. Not like I'm gonna shoot a zombie in the face eight times games. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. But I mean, the new Zelda. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Have you guys heard of Zelda? What? No, I never heard of it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like that's kind of can you? That's sail Nintendo it? moving more towards traditional, like open worldy stuff. What do you feel about that? Oh, I'm all about Skyrim, the Legend of Skyrim, Zelda. Let me tell you, I yeah, I'm all for Zelda Scrolls. Yeah. Because so I guess we can transition to that uh, now. That's um, also probably why I liked Wind Waker so much because it was open world. So I'm like, bring on more open world Zelda. Mm-hmm. The uh, so the Game Awards happened Thursday night, which I completely forgot until I looked at the clock and I was like, oh, it's like eight fifty. Oh, Game Awards. And uh, so I watched. Did you guys catch any of it outside of, like the trailers and stuff? Did you I had that? no idea it was happening, and then I was just like, why is Twitter so obnoxious right now? <laughs> was this on Thursday? Yeah. Okay, so I think I was watching football, and then I was like, whenever they release the, the Zelda trailer, I'll just watch the Zelda trailer. Yeah. But the the actual ceremony itself, one, it was cool because they finally gave Kojima his due, because yeah. he was banned. He he wasn't banned. Konami did not let him go to the event last year, and Jeff Knightley last year had this huge thing. He was like, Hideo Kojima is not with us because uh, Konami won't let him. Right, and then this year they kind of gave Konami a big fuck you, and said you know, and gave the uh, gave Kojima like a lifetime achievement award, something equivalent to that, or like man of the year or something, mm-hmm. and gave him you know, uh, uh, his 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 ten minutes at the very beginning. But it was it was very sweet because right. Jeff Knightley was like talking about you know how much Kojima means to him and like how important he is to the to the industry. Is that the Doritos Pope? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll get to that because there's something very, very uh, relative to Doritos Pope. Um, I remember when we could just make fun of Doritos Pope and no one would get angry at each other. <laughs> We'd all just be like, ha ha, Doritos Pope. No, you have Simpler to stay time. angry at Doritos Pope. You hear me, internet? You got to stay angry. <laughs> the, uh, but so it, it, was very, it was very nice. And then Kojima went on stage and then he, and they showed that Death Stranding trailer. And you watched that. Did you, yeah. did you see that? I didn't David? see that. Does it have, is it Nintendo? Oh, uh, wait. You mean, do I care about a console exclusive PS4 game? No. Fuck that shit. <laughs> is it exclusive? Yeah. yeah fuck so. that bullshit. <laughs> Hear that, Kojima? 
Konami was right. <laughs> you suck. You should be working on pachinko machines. Stop ripping off 80s action movies and do something on PC for once, goddammit. <laughs> the, uh... The trailer's weird. you want to go over the trailer, Will? Yeah. You Describe it to me, because I don't think I have words for what's... So, uh... Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Uh, CG Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, he's got, like, a crazy pod in his hand. Oh, is he joining? Yeah, yeah. Because... Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. He has, I mean, he has, I guess. Like, I he has know. a quote from something where he's straight... I mean, says, like... Fuck Konami. <laughs> I mean, I, like, felt bad about... I guess, because, like, the, the silent whatevers. Yeah, PT. Like, yeah. Like, the dude's been trying to make a video game for, like, 20 years. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, he's got this pod, and he's, like, the camera pans across, like, gross crap and, like, a bunch of dead crabs. And Guillermo del Toro's, like, check out my pod, boo. And I'm, like, oh, I'm checking it out, dude. And then he's, like, "Uh uh-oh. And he goes into this little tunnel thing, and then he pops out of the tunnel, and there's, like, this tank, and it's, like, limbs are falling off the... It's, like, gross body horror stuff. Yeah. And it's just, like falling off the tank and you're like Ugh. and then there's like some army dudes and he's like uh oh and then he like turns his tank around or his pod and he's like guess what there's a baby in here and you're like what and then the camera goes back this is paraphrasing and the camera <laughs> goes back and there's like some dudes in the tunnel and they're like oh crap and there's this like one dude that looks super cool and then it's he's like, Nicholson. Yeah, he's like, and his like mask like burns away or does something crazy, and it's Mads, and he's like looking super hunky, and like you're like, he's looking Whoa. good. Yeah, he looks really good. Blonde hair, looks really cool. He looks really okay. cool. And uh, then like his army buddies are like, one of them's like a skull. I think they're all skeletons, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're like in various states of like Dick- not being alive. Oh, okay. And uh, he's like, go get him, boys. And that's all I remember. That's I guess. It. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then there's like a little baby doll that's like missing some limbs. It's like yeah. floating in the water. Yeah. And then it like hits Maz Mickelson's leg. His leg's like, like ankle high in water. And then it's like one of its eyes is like starts twitching out and then it like opens up. Yeah. And he's like, uh-huh. Because the baby, the baby thing floated past Guillermo del Toro. And so like, I'm wondering like if this is like hinting at gameplay that like, uh, so so another thing I watched was a uh, a uh, 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 trailer for Prey. Okay, and that has like I don't I don't know anything about it except for like in this trailer or it might have been gameplay. I don't I think it was gameplay. I think it was a gameplay. Yeah, trailer. It's just like this dude walking around a space station. And you're like, okay, fine, a dude walking around a place, and then like he's like, yeah, <laughs> and then he's the space station PlayStation. He's just like. Hey guys, fuck this garbage can. And he's like, starts beating up this garbage can. You're like, what's the deal with that? And this garbage can turns into like a crazy space spider and like attacks him and stuff. And so it's just like everything in this space station is like potentially like a mimic alien. And it's like terrifying. And so I was wondering, like, I wonder if this like little baby doll, you know, like in, in a typical game, it's just like window dressing. Right. But like, I wonder if these, both of these games are like trying to make you just like, Look at everything around you. Like, is this a spy for Mads Mikkelsen? Like, well, do you I think that in real life? All yeah. right. So, legit question: Do you think that Death Stranding could be Frog Fractions too? <laughs> no, they found out Frog Fractions too. Oh, did they? Wait, I think really? so. Yeah. Oh, what is it? Was that that sigil thing? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But did that lead to 
the gang death stranding no i don't know <laughs> I, don't, I didn't really keep up with it there's like the sigils like engraved on <laughs> yeah. nicholson's chest like wouldn't that be a mind fuck though that'd be pretty great it's like the tr- the trailer ends for Death Stranding. It's a twin beard logo, <laughs> a shitty stick figure. But yeah, so I'm pretty. I'm really excited about that. I think it's cool. I think well, again, when's it when's it coming out? It didn't they didn't say? Right. I'm not a. Hopefully, at a time when I can afford a PS4. <laughs> no, because like by then, like then it'll be retail. Then you're gonna have to wait another two years. Yeah. Then <laughs> <laughs> PS4s will be like two hundred bucks. PS4s will be like nine hundred bucks, but they in were, future money. So PS4s were down to like two hundred and ten. Yeah, yeah, for Black Friday. I was, I, I was tempted. Friday. I was tempted. But um, again, not a big body horror guy. Right. Yeah, I can imagine that would have been. It's just when the entrails are like falling off the tank. I was like, oh, yeah. Why? Well, and in like the Phantom Pain and um, what was the one before that? Uh, Ground Zeroes. Yeah, Ground Zeroes. Like. The violence is like extremely like gut wrenching violence. Or like you're it, digging around in Paz's stomach. Yeah, like, a bomb. like it's not like it's not like video game violence where it's just like blow the hooker's head off. <laughs> it's like stuff where you're just like, oh no. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not not a fan. But I mean, the conceit like if if it is some sort of telepathy or squad based thing. Right. You can control other units or things like that. If it's like Geist, Hideo Kojima presents Geist. What's Geist? Geist was a first-person game for the GameCube. It was like a first-person shooter, but you were like some soldier that like got caught in like some paranormal experiment and got turned into a ghost. And the entire game is about you possessing things to like un- to solve the mystery of whatever, whatever. But like you would possess people. And get their abilities, but you could also p- possess uh, objects. Right. So you could possess like fucking I don't know a fucking faucet and make right. the water run or freak someone out. That's what it looks like. Prey's doing too. Yeah. So it's a lot of a lot of like crowd control where you're scaring the NPCs to get them to do something by possessing certain certain things. Ever been a game where you can just play the sheepdog? A sheepdog? Like like, like an actual sheepdog? Said crab crowd control. Just like yeah. here's yeah, yeah. the dog and you just got like scare the sheep that sounds like a, a tyler rhodes game yeah in the making it does. oh yeah did uh it, we uh how's the remix <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> game development there's less than a week less than a week left ah oh, fuck who's who's whose game are you remixing i'm remixing zach's uh 10 second tactics game who's, uh, who's zach? zach is uh zach, what's his screen name and uh Slack. It's is like, it, is it the metal carp guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that him? Uh, meta carp. Meta- yeah, me- it's meta. I think so. <laughs> it's meta. <laughs> Everything's meta this week. But yeah, no. Um, he's from like, oh God, I can never remember. It's like, like Glau- Gloucester, 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 Gloucester. Oh, it's just <laughs> just like Lester. Yeah, but he's he yeah. So he's yeah. he's an out of towner, but he comes to a lot of our actual jams. Okay, he's a really cool, dude. One of my favorite participants. He always makes like really funny stuff. Oh boy, he made trout oh fencing. Thought I was you. Oh yeah, no, definitely yeah. Zach's way ahead. So Sorry. Like, he made trout. Like, yeah, fencing. trout fencing. Yeah. Like that's way better than like. It's uh, better than anything like I've done. Yeah, it's way better than, than, than Will's done. done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did. Uh, 
the one last time where you could like make the tanks. It wasn't or it wasn't like tanks. It was like making weird like machines to just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. whap against each other. I think I saw that one. Did we play it during instant replay live video? No. Was it? But was it from that round? From that jam? I can't remember. Oh, okay. I, really I, I have seen the trout fencing. One. He yeah. also made. He's the one who made like the, the cool turn-based-y thing, right? Yeah, the one that I'm remixing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you said it was like 10 second tactics game. Yeah, and so it's like uh, Valkyrie Chronicles. Basically, I think once he made that, I know I certainly was like, I, I, I need to rip that off. And I guess you probably were like, I need to yeah. rip that off. Yeah. What other games are people remixing? Uh, in theory, I'm going to remix uh, a plant game. Yeah, Ruthie's. Ruthie's. Plant game. Uh, but like, I, I should probably start on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've worked, on, I've worked on my remix for like several weeks now. And... Uh, it started off and it was going to be like, oh, it's just going to be kind of more of a tactics game, like grid-based movement, kind of inspired by what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, One of the things we're doing. And I was also going to like add like these little like modifiers to it. So like uh, if you don't like, for instance, like there could be a modifier where if you don't use up your MP, it stacks onto like a damage bonus or something. And so it would just That's be like cool. you could pick like a handful of modifiers, or like two modifiers from a handful of them mm-hmm. and play or something. And then I kind of like stood back and I was like, this is cool. And I might still kind of like do something like this, but like it has nothing to do with the original game. And I wanted it to be more of like a remix rather than like just being like, I'm going to make some of uh, So now I'm remaking his game and it's essentially his game, but with a veneer of food fight. Atari's Food Fight arcade game. Never played this game. Is, oh, it's it's good. Pretty good. It's, swear by it. No. <laughs> uh, it is super cute though. Uh huh. And it's super goofy. And it's just like you're a kid running around like throwing pies at chefs. And then you go and eat ice cream. And when you eat the ice cream, like your entire face like opens up and like engulfs the ice cream to eat it. That's it's pretty like, good. Really funny. That's pretty good. I like that. I like that. I like it. Yeah. So. Hopefully I'll be able to finish it because I just started like today, basically. Yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done anything for this for this jam simply because uh, need to get the Magfest stuff. Yeah, up and running. Yeah, are you uh, doing? Yeah, we, at Magfest? yeah, we're showing we're showing peak at Magfest and cool. Um, I like the the demo did really well at the uh, bits and pixels thing we did. Um, so I'm just gonna expand upon those levels, right. add some juice. Nice. As as Momin said, needs a little bit more juice, and I concur. Some juice. Need to juicy it up. Need to learn some more shader tech, because the big gameplay mechanic uses a shader for its <laughs> for its graphics capability, and I just copied that from the internet. So I'm like, shit, I gotta know how to manipulate this thing. Uh, um, add some proxied embodiment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. Uh, you're going right. Well. Yeah. Uh, are you, what are you showing? nothing i might i might i still haven't i need to uh get with the guy that runs the arcade section of the indie section the mivs because uh, i might bring redshift blue shift the arcade a cabinet and, uh, i like a cabinet and that's cool for me because i can just leave it and go and like i don't have to stand with it yeah or like tell people about my game yeah there was an option there was a question um on the uh on the google form i had to fill out and it was like would you like your game to be 
playable 24 7 you don't have to be there and i'm like ah, i'd rather not have my tv yeah. and my pc yeah just readily accessible yeah all night that's essentially why we made the cabinet <laughs> that's a good reason and i and i i I think I've been to that same site where you got your cabinet parts mm-hmm. and I really want to make like a ward cabinet or something and just put like a, a small little like micro uh, uh, motherboard in there. Yeah. And push games onto it. Mesa was saying we should take like a Nexus 7 and dismantle it and use that as the, the guts for it. That'd be pretty cool too. But I've considered doing something like that. I don't know what the, the Android, building Android for Unity, if it's going to be a debug nightmare or not. Because right. I know what to expect when building out the pc but it's cool yeah and i will i'm gonna be on several panels so that's always fun but those aren't set in stone right i mean because our panel i haven't heard back right i don't know it's it's i'm very confused because somebody texted me this morning like what happened to your game art panel and i was like i I never received any instructions on anything so like i don't know i don't really know they said they were gonna get back to us in december yeah so if the response for the games... Or any, There's kind of like a rough draft of a schedule right now. Floating around? Yeah. Where? I don't know. I'll, it's in my email Just send it I'll me. check it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'll, I'll wonder if we got in. Because that'll determine some stuff. Yeah. If we got in or not. Do they, So what's the, what's the timing for the panels? Like, do they do it all, all night? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's like basically like probably like 10 to 10. Okay. So, but that's after the MIVs close. So we could essentially... Well, so, like, if you do get in, it'll be tough because, like, your whole team is essentially your whole panel. But, like... Right. But one of us could not go and... Right. But basically, like, if if you did have to, like, abandon your booth for a little bit, uh, if you talk to the MIVs people, just be like, hey, we got a panel. We just got to do it real quick. They're like, cool. But if you don't tell them, they'll be like, what the fuck? up their shit. <laughs> Somebody else is going to get their table. Got it. Cool. Yeah. I'll just open communication with them. Yeah. David, are you going? Uh, like, I'm definitely not presenting anything. Uh, I might go up there for, like, the weekend cool. and then basically just go to the casino. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I could sh- I could maybe get a demo for, for Soul Calibur, but probably not. Mm-hmm. I'm, in, I'm in learning skills for job hunt mode now. So. That's good. The... Uh, well, my plan currently is to bring the recording equipment up so mm. we can do some nightly nice nightly shows wards after hours nice oh <laughs> going to my hotel room <laughs> speaking to this microphone hey, quieter baby hey, you want you want a podcast <laughs> get in my pod you got all these limbs. Ever tell you the story? Uh, we went to to Florida one year for rowing, uh, for uh, spring spring break, uh, uh, training, and we are super sure like the comfort inn we stayed at, the room next door was shooting a porno. Nice. We're like yeah. super sure because we come out of our hotel room or like we were walking in and out of it in the middle of the day because it was like breaks between practices, and like some woman walks out, and then a guy walks out. And then another guy walks out and then a guy holding a big ass duffel bag comes out. And then a guy with like a bunch of like loose mic stands and other shit walks out of the right. hotel room. And we're like, hmm. I was prepared to not believe you when you started this story. But not really. <laughs> See, if it had been me, 
I would have gotten like obsessed with trying to find like what scene. That's <laughs> <laughs> the research. Yeah. When you get back to Richmond, be like, we already know it's a it's a Florida based company. It seems like they have their stuff together, so you can like probably like narrow it's it down to room. like. Yeah. I mean, you should just ask for their business. Card. You can remember what your hotel room looks like, yeah. so already like the decor is there. Excuse me, excuse me, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. And then you just have to narrow it down the dates. Come on. Publish dates. Did You're she... smarter than this, Dylan. Let's yes. figure it out. I just code a bot to just crawl the yeah. <laughs> crawl the websites. Just take a lot of pictures of uh of the hotel room there and then just do like a machine learning like algorithm oh, yeah. to figure it out. And then just have that go up on Pornhub and like search for any it. any match. Image matching. Yeah. Like Google could do that shit like in yeah. five minutes. I've played Quick Draw. I don't know how it works. Have you played? Have you played Quick Draw? Is that the one where like you have to? It tells you what to draw, and it's yeah. like we figured out what you drew. I bet. I bet it cheats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do put a lot of trust in it. Yeah, yeah. it's it, like it, draw it, a chair. You like start drawing. Is like, is it a chair? Yeah. <laughs> oh, how did you know? <laughs> yeah, it does give you the prompt. So there is kind of like this kind of. I mean, I understand why they do that because they're training it as well as. Yeah, yeah. But. the uh, have you have you looked at it at all? Uh, yeah, I like went there for like fifteen seconds. Was like, okay, here's, here's a pizza. <laughs> Bye. Because <laughs> I think the fact that they use like the Microsoft Sam voice like cinches oh, yeah. the deal for me. Wait, wait, there's a voice? Oh yeah, like if you would turn on your volume, because it would be like, it's a chair, it's a pizza, it's because so it just keeps guessing. <laughs> oh wow, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> like when it can't figure it out. You just watch like the AI just spiral out of control with like it's a it's a it's a it's an Italian AI bot. I like try, I remember just trying to draw things extra shittily just to see how good it was. Yeah, it was, I think it got like five out of seven. Yeah, that that, that was kind of my batting average. Um, and then it was like, dude, it's obviously a leg. Like, come on, how would you, it's a leg? It's a that's a calf. That's a calf muscle. That that bump is a calf muscle. And all these little squiggles down here, these are toes. I wonder if it's better if you're a good drawer or not. I don't know. I think that's why it's letting I, anyone. I, I think right. as long as you, it's better if you're average. Right. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Well, considering most people can't draw, then like I can draw, but I can't draw on sites like that. You have a tablet. I mean, even if I did, it'd just be like, yeah, I have my tablet somewhere. That's why I was using. I was using my Wacom yeah. to draw with it. So yeah, oh, wow. that one right there, that shitty one. That's Ooh, like old school. Old. Yeah, I had one of those. Graphire. My mom was messaging me about uh, Wacom tablets because my brother wanted one for Christmas, and she's like, "Are Wacoms any good?" I'm like, "Yeah, mom." <laughs> I mean, I know like. Is it you? I think you or Tyler, someone suggested like this off brand that yeah, are like. Like Monoprice has tablets that are really cheap and like pretty much. Yeah. Good. Kind of have the same amount of sensitivity. Yeah. I kind of want that like Monoprice Cintiq Revolve. Yeah. How much but is it? It's like 300. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah. That's super cheap compared to a Cintiq. Right. Yeah. I need to upgrade my computer before I do that shit. Got upgrade. So it's just, it's just a screen, right? A Cintiq. There's no. Graphics processing. There's nothing. Yeah, it's just like a monitor. Okay. I think they do have like a all-in-one. Yeah, but Microsoft Studio. I wouldn't want like if I was getting a tap. Like if I was getting one of those things, I wouldn't want like an all-in-one. Yeah. 
I mean, may, I don't know, maybe a surface. No, uh, you know, I'm, I'm with you because then, like, if you needed to, because you know, it's going to get old, it's going to phase out. Yeah. They have this big ass screen. Well, like, how bad do I want to portably draw stuff? It's kind of like this iMac. Like, this iMac is yeah. six years old. Mm. This is the first time I've turned it on in probably since the last time you were here, Will. <laughs> so that's how wow. long it's been since I've used this. Because all I do, because my PC is so much faster. Because, yeah, right. you know, I have like a 750 in there and like a decent i5. What? Wait. It's, it's also why like, I'm like kind of like <laughs> fuck Apple at this point. Just like make a halfway decent Mac Mini. I don't want it, your stupid Apple screen. Yeah. I want to pay extra for that. A cinema display. I do like the. I wish that. Uh, I wish you could get an Apple monitor, just a cheap Apple. Monitor. Oh, okay. You qualified it with cheap. Yeah. They do their own. Yeah. Yeah. They're like. Insane. Do they still make those monitors? I'm sure, I'm sure they make a lot of money because they're like, all right, it cost right, us yeah. fifty dollars from a bunch of Chinese slaves, but yeah. <laughs> Seven ninety nine. That's what the Trump call was about. <laughs> Release the slaves. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um. So yeah. So other things announced during that Game Awards thing. Uh, the Zelda, the Zelda gameplay video. Did you guys, did you guys watch that? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. He walked away from the bomb. Whoa. I know. Oh, pathfinding, bro. So, whoa. So stamina bar. There's two stamina bars. You see, he knocked, you see that enemy knocked him the fuck out with seven hearts. That was fucked. Yeah. Dark, Dark Souls Zelda. Yeah. Skyrim. Yeah, it's two stamina bars. Like, there's the inner circle one, which I think is, like, his strength meter for, like, uh-huh. when he's climbing. And then there's, like, an outer circle, like, line that's his sprint stamina. Uh-huh. So they drain at different rates, depending on what you do. Huh. Yeah. I really like, like, the Tomb Raider. Who do you think the chick is? Do you think it's Zelda, or is it, like... Impa. What's an Impa? <laughs> <laughs> oh I can't, I can't, I can't even. Someone who hasn't played a Zelda game. Is that a medley? Decades. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you play Impa, Impa's. No, that was a legit question. What's an Impa? Impa is, is like uh, Zelda's Zelda's, handmaiden. This is like. None of that shit was in Wind Waker. (laughs) Because Zelda is barely in Wind Waker. No, she's like, she's all in it. She's like a pirate. So she's like in like the last. Oh, well. Always get her in the in the. In the well, I don't. Right, so Wind Waker is bullshit because like okay, so once like Link unlocks his whatever bullshit potential, he doesn't get transformed into some other dude, Link. It's but like Zel, but but oh, yeah, yeah. But was it Air? What's Pet- her name? Petra. Petra. Tetra. 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 Do 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 do. When she unlocks her whatever bullshit, then suddenly she's like a princess, and like looks different and is taller. Yeah. It's bullshit. Does Ganon look different when he unlocks his? He turns into a puppet. He's got like a four stage puppet thing. I think that puppet's oh. super sweet. Have you not? Oh yeah, no, that, oh, that fight was pretty great. Wind Waker. So you didn't. Ganondorf never becomes Ganon. He's always just human, yeah. human form. But you fight Puppet Ganon, which is just a huge mannequin or uh, on strings, and uh, he's like. TFT is the four stories the, tall. The boomerang. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, you could cut the cut the uh, the yeah. strings. Yeah. It's kind of sad how easily you were able to decipher that right. because of just how like how similar the games are in terms yeah. of item unlocks. But no, I think watching that trailer for the Breath of the Wild made me realize like I was like, oh man, the combat in this looks fantastic. And like how it's very Far Cry where it's like tackle or Metal Gear where you can like tackle this this area from any angle. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to actually because when 
Bill Trenton fucked up. And then the other guy that was playing the demo with him was like, give me that. And then he like climbed <laughs> along the side and like parachuted down. I thought that was super cool. And watching the combat in that movie, I was like, wow. Oh, shit. This makes all the other Zelda combat combat and all the other Zelda games shitty in comparison because it's all Z-targeting. Yeah, I know. Like, Are they giving great. up on Z-targeting? All you, so all you I do Z is you just Z-target and just smash A. It's great. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, oh my god, I need to like play all the Zeldas now before this one comes out because if, pl- if I play this one and try going back to a previous one, it's going to be a bad thing. Way ahead of you. Yeah, I gave up on <laughs> Zelda a long time ago and I'm kind of hoping this one brings me back in. I mean, it looks it looks fascinating i'm not that big into all the light bloom right there's a lot of light bloom but um overall i think the game i think that the i I think that the um what's that game far cry kind of model works extremely well for games that are about four hours long and then beyond that it gets like really tedious hmm I guess I never have that see it that way because Far Cry three and four specifically, where it's like all the the, the compounds are little puzzle boxes right. that you then have to break into, and it's like okay, I'm going to try to take this as stealthily as possible without alerting anyone. Oh, in this one, I'm going to try to turn all the alarm alarms off so they can't phone for reinforcements. And Mafia three is a lot like that. Right. So if you don't like that kind of puzzle box gameplay, you might not like Mafia three because it's like that, but also with some Splinter Cell mixed into it. Um, but I'm a big fan of that where it's very much like, um, it's like a roller coaster. It's like peaks and valleys where it's like, okay, we're going to have this high tension area and then we're going to have some kind of calm exploring section. Then we're going to go back to this area where it's like very high, high stakes. I have to sneak around and stuff. And then we're going to go back to some light exploration things like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's not for you or if it looks like it's not for you, I'm kind I'm really like the combat looks really dope. The yeah, the way the that it's kind of like not only open world but like open gameplay is really cool. Also, I f- heard. I think you can just sidestep the entire main story. That's cool. So it's even structured in like a Bethesda game that way, where it's like, all right, pick a quest, not the main story. That's right. fine. Go do whatever you want. It doesn't look anything like Skyrim to me. No, but just in the open world sense. Uh, but yeah, that looks cool. Um, other things that happened at that Game Awards thing. Uh, oh, let's go back to Cheeto Pope for a second. So <laughs> I thought it was Dor- it's Dorito Doritos Pope. Pope. Dorito Pope. My mistake. It's like <laughs> shit. I can't. I really wish I could come up with like Cheetah Shaw. <laughs> cheetah. The cheetah. Dolly. The Dolly Cheeto. The Dolly Cheetah. Dolly Cheeto. Yeah. I like it. The uh Who would be the Dolly Cheeto? Would that be Jim Sterling? Is he big into Cheetos? Probably. Yeah, it seems like <laughs> yeah. I don't want to make any assumptions, but, but I mean what do they call Cheetos in, in, in Scotland? Crispos. Crispos? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Dolly Crispo. <laughs> I made that up, I'm sorry. I mean it's probably it's, it's sensitive. Yeah. The um so they show the Death Stranding trailer, right? And then Jeff Knight like comes back on and he goes, the the Dorito Pope himself goes, you saw that gameplay running on a PlayStation 4 Pro at 4K. 
all the games tonight are available now on the PlayStation Store where there are never any lines. And at that point, I turned the stream off and right. I looked up that picture of Jeff Knightley sitting next to the pile of Mountain Dew and Doritos. <laughs> and I said, yep, we're still here, Jeff. And then I went to bed. Yeah. It was, oh, it was so frustrating. Oh, I'm not a big fan. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of, of that. Of like, him? Or? No, no. I think he's great. I think it's shitty that he still has to do that. Like, I think it's kind of shitty that. We're I mean, the entire Game that. Awards yeah. is just an excuse to show you trailers. Yeah, and I think that's kind of shitty. I mean, who, what? I mean, who cares? Yeah, I, I mean, like, I would, I, I agree. I, I wish it was just like trailer night. That would be cool with. Yeah, me. preview night, and then we do the awards. Like, if All you right. want to call yourselves the Oscars of games, right? Then act like the Oscars. Right. Why do Why do games have to have the Oscars? They, they don't. don't. But like, can't we be the <laughs> we? <laughs> Please, <laughs> can't this be the one industry where it's just we don't just jerk ourselves off? Yeah, I mean that's. I think that's what bugs me about it. It's just like, I don't know. I, don't know, so I mean, it's just everything about like AAA games is like patronizing and like kind of insulting. It's just like I I want to play good game. I want to play fun games. Like you don't. Everybody's already sold on it. Yeah, it was surprising to me how many awards Far Cry. I mean, uh, Uncharted Four was up for. It was weird. Yeah, it was like half the categories, best sound design, best art direction. It was like best art direction, Uncharted Four, and then also Inside. I think. Right. So it's like, how is I, there art direction in Uncharted Four, or is it just like we want the trees to look like trees? I mean, I mean, I think there is art direction. Like, and there's obviously a lot of skill and talent that goes into that shit. Yeah. But like. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's in the same sense that like people like paint landscapes. Like, kind that of, takes yeah. a lot of talent, but like. I mean, it's just like at a point in my life, I'm just like, do I want to play a game that's supposed to be a movie or do I just want to watch a movie? Do what I do. Watch all the Uncharted 4 cutscenes on YouTube. Yeah. See, I might do that. It's a pretty good story. Yeah. Except the villain's kind of dumb. But it's an Uncharted game. <laughs> so, you know. I remember getting pissed at Uncharted 2 story. Because it was like, you can't pick the smoking hot British chick. You have to pick the boring ass blonde chick. Well, Uncharted I was like, is this is like, bullshit. I was about to say, it wasn't the blue people that pissed you off, or that was two, right? What blue people at the very end? Did you ever, did you ever finish it? Like, like, like yeah, the, the last boss sucked, but it wasn't like the whole like the fountain of youth or whatever it was, whatever the the MacGuffin was in that game. Wasn't it being protected by people who were blue because they would eat the thing and it would made them immortal or had a long lifespan? Maybe made them blue. I think so. Yeah, they were like Yeti people. Or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It always Uncharted always seemed like Indiana Jones on the CW for me. <laughs> that's that's actually perfect. I yeah. gotta appreciate yeah. that. And it's just like I'm I'm like I'm like kind of done with Indiana Jones to be honest. So like, why would I go back on that? I like a good adventure though. Yeah. Like I like a good pulpy. No, adventure. like Uncharted's like a good popcorn game. Yeah. Um. That's why I like that's why I like The Witcher a lot. Like I don't like The Witcher for its story. I mean there are some some glimpses of brilliance in there. Right. Every once in a while. But it's just cool. It's just it's you got the open open world in front of you and you're riding your horse everywhere and it, it, it feels like an adventure. It feels like you're going you're you're a hero going on an adventure. Right. Which I feel like, you know, I think the Zelda game's gonna do that really well too. Um 
but it it's good that it it strikes on that tone and i feel like maybe it's a little cw ish with an uncharted 4 but i still like this dude has like gelled hair in the middle of like the amazon it's like <laughs> schlocked it's like rubber cement in yeah. his hair now have you seen the technical gamma like the videos about the dynamic wet hair will his only part of his shirt gets wet will yeah and it dynamically if he walks in the sunlight it'll dry quicker oh yeah how does that art direction what's the what's the gameplay ramifications of that because you might you can set the grass on fire will (laughs) will it's not water it's gasoline (laughs) (laughs) oh wait this is zelda where they actually made the, the grass again. flammable grass flammable grass and then you can I mean, like, float just like totally far cry yeah that's it? like exactly yeah. far cry where they had to like but like what's cute about it is like with zelda you have like that thing where you could be like woof and like make wind happen right like the yeah. leaf yeah parachute or whatever it is yeah so like that's pretty cool i'm i'm really psyched for that kind of stuff but i don't know if it'll hold out for like the game we'll see we'll see we'll see i mean if it were old Zelda combat, it would yeah. not have holed up yeah, for an yeah, open yeah. world game. So it's good that they were smart enough to say, we need to rethink this. Like, I'm a huge Metal Gear nerd. Like, I'm way into Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. And I'm so sick of 5, and I've played it once. But, like, I can play 2. I can play 1. I've played 1, like, probably a dozen times. Oh, well, wow. And why do you yeah. think that is? Uh, Because, I mean, like... The other games are just kind of like they're linear. They're like the the rooms are made for that specific, you know. I mean, like everything is just kind of straightforward. Everything is just kind of like catered to this experience. Whereas, like if you put something into an open world thing, like not as much craft might have been placed on an outpost or something like right, that. Right? Yeah, yeah. And like not only that, but I mean like. It's it's cool to have like those like VR mission kind of gameplay where it's just like here's here's point A, here's point B, here's the puzzle between it. And so when you're just like do whatever you want, who cares? It's just like now there's like you're not really like And I think 5 did a good job of like curtailing that. Like I think 5 is like the strongest when you mess up your stealth and you have to like get out of a jam. Mm-hmm. But it's still just like I'm just like tired. Like I don't care. Like I feel like there there can be if you play MGS five a certain way, there can be a lot of waiting around right. for things for happen. It's like, all right, I'm placing this trap or I'm placing this C four or whatever. Right. Now I'm gonna wait ten minutes for the AI path finding to to route him back over here. Right. And or trap like the trap. When you're on your base and you're like, I'll take the I'll take the helicopter over there. That'll be quick. And 18 minutes later you're sitting there listen listening to david bowie yeah over and over on loop i mean it's just like well i mean i just think that like open like open world game like what's there's i feel like there's no real advantage to open world like i think that the advantage is kind of what turns some people off is that it allows them to do whatever they want in whatever order Right, and sometimes because it's open, there's a lot more chance for the AI systems to kind of create a more emergent story. Yeah, like I have this, I have, I have this story where um, while I was playing Mafia Three, 
there's a uh, there's a witness mechanic where if you commit a crime in front of someone, there's a chance for them to call the police. So they'll run to a phone or they'll run inside a store and pick right. up a phone and call the police. Then they run into a telephone box. So it happened once where I like uh, I, I hit someone with my car and this woman saw and started sprinting to a telephone box at the end of the block. So I just started revved up my car and went through the telephone box with my car. Right. And obviously something like that might not be available and something that's not open world because they might, you know, shrink down the experience to be like, okay, we are planning for this set piece, this set piece, and this set piece, and that's it. Yeah. Well, I, I think that like, Gunpoint, for instance, does like an excellent job of having like here's the level and here's emergent gameplay. Yeah. And so like I just feel like I feel like I feel like the point of an open world game is to pad out the game. Like that's what I feel like the the point of it is. I think you can measure that by the quality of the side missions. Right. Like if it's like a bunch of like, okay, here are a bunch of racing side missions. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. It's like, all right, like I don't know why this is this is in my mafia game, which yeah. I don't think it's in mafia, but for example, uh, then you can kind of see kind of the amount of care that might have been yeah. put on that. I think it's just like, I think they've like tapped into like what people can get addicted to. Mm-hmm. Like how many, how many hours of actual like fun, engaging gameplay are there in Skyrim? Like maybe two, <laughs> maybe I, two. I don't know. Skyrim's great, man. No, I mean, like, Skyrim's great because you get, like, caught up and you're like, oh, now I want to make this, so I have to go collect the mint, mint materials to make this. And <laughs> the mint, mint, mint. And then it's just, like, these, like, you're just doing these, like, things that are just, like, you're chilling out, and that's fine. Like, I don't know. I think that's cool. But, like, as far as just, like, actual engaging, like, gameplay. Right. It's, like, there's not much there. I don't know. I like the combat and Skyrim. Um, the combat is terrible in Skyrim. Uh, okay. <laughs> Come on. Play Dark Souls. Uh, the combat is adequate in Skyrim. The com- it's, it's adequate. Sub-adequate. Adequate. <laughs> Ad- adequate. I don't know. I like a game. Like, I'm too ADD for most games. So, like, any game where I can just dick around is great. So. Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Yeah. Dick around Wind Waker. Yeah. Like, you can just, like... I was just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chart everything because fuck it. Why not? I think Wind Waker is a good example of kind of getting all the. I've only played like five or 10 hours of it. I, I'm my Wii U version somewhere. But that's um, another thing. Games need to stop being 40 fucking hours. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. open world games are like 280 hours because it just like takes you that long to walk there. Yeah. Yeah. It was Skyrim is fun because it's like, it's pretty. Anyways, you're you're like okay. well, so my point is that like there's there's no kind of side bullshit in Legend of Zelda, right? Because our islands, like even fish or whatever, I like like I said, I'm not that much fami- that familiar with the side content in Wind Waker, but you never um you never did boat races. Like I said, only you never like you never shot options. bombs at at boats. No, you never um. Tried to fly towards a hoop. I have done that, okay. but I've done that on my way to somewhere else. Okay, but uh, but I think the fact that they're islands kind of lets you tell it. All right, here are the, here's the content. Oh yeah, yeah, and then ignore the blue. Right, but get... there's some cool stuff that happens on the blue. Sure, but what I'm saying is there's less opportunity for them to just fill it with bullshit because it's not. Oh right, right. It's right. not a you know it's not a Liberty City. 
No, actually, the worst part of the game is the fucking sharks. There's sharks? Yeah, you'll just be you'll just be swimming around. You'll be floating on your boat and fly, going in a direction, and you hear dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, and it's a shark that gets ahead of you. It's just like, you gotta slightly move left, or the shark's gonna hit you. It's like their desert bus game. Inside it's like Zelda. it's like yeah. these things exist just so I can't just chill out and enjoy the ocean. Yeah. It's like, and those stupid spinny things. Those like mines or something? No, it's like the spinny whirlwinds. Oh, okay. Well, the whirlwinds are okay because like you can see them way out, and it's uh, like, you know, that's okay. I don't have a problem. No, it's like the, the whirlpools. Little, it's no, they've got their little dudes with little helicopter propellers. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like uh, it's the same. Twinkle, tumble, tw- twangle, the little imp, the little tingle, tingle. The mailman is that the mailman? Is he the mailman? He's in the mail. No, he- tingles like the little dude, like the creepy thing. Yeah, he's like the little elf guy in the, the yeah. green unit mm. unisuit. Although, like it, fr- it like it, fre- it freaked me out a little bit when uh, I think Tyler sent. We were talking about the figurines or something, and he sent me a thing. I didn't realize like Tingle has two buddies that like. In the, for whatever reason, on like his tower, and one of them is called David Junior. <laughs> <laughs> is there a David Senior? I don't know, man, but it freaks me out, man. Keeps you up at night. Yeah, it's like, fuck, is my life a video game? <laughs> uh, basically, like a slave to Tingle. It's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. Who's Tingle in your life, David? Uh, the U.S. dollar, <laughs> <laughs> green. Yep, that's for sure. The best was a mailman in a, a Twilight Princess because you would like be trying to walk into town. It's kind of like the mailman in a in Skyrim because you know how it, they would force it would stop you. Yeah, yeah. It would just come up to you and then it would lock you into a conversation. It was similar to that where like you would load into like High Road Field or something, and then you hear this guy go. Hey! <laughs> and then it's just this guy sprinting towards you. <laughs> and then he's like out of breath. He's like, here's your mail. Did you like Twilight Princess? I'm, I did. I'm debating, like, because. It's on Wii. I'm debating getting it again because I tried it on the Wii and I got to, like, the Water Temple and I was just like, fuck, who would do this? Fuck I, this. <laughs> I also got stuck in the Water Temple. So I played that game on the Wii, got to the Water Temple, put it down for like a year and a half, right. and then came back. Much smarter, and I was like, "Oh, no!" Like child's I, play. I feel like I should just get it again, and then get to the water temple, and just like, "All right, this is what I do from the strategy guide. This is the thing I have to do for this bullshit." Yeah. Oh, it's also it's just super. It's not even like hard. I just got turned around, and I was like, yeah. "Where, where, where, where am I?" So, but yeah, I, I really like Twilight Princess. Um, I didn't like Skyward Sword because of all the stupid motion control shit in it. I never even tried that one. There's. You had to... I never got the gyroscope edition for the Wii. I did, and it still didn't work. So, like, I there, there's there's doors that the way you unlock them, there are eyeballs above them, and you spin your sword around really quick, and it dizzies them, and then oh. they die. Okay. Except my controller wasn't accurate enough. I don't know. There was something fucking up the, the controller in my, in my bedroom, so that when I would do it, he wouldn't, like, do a... F- full circle he would like do half a circle and then like arc his arm straight oh, up yeah. and then like arc around and then be, he'd be like drawing a zigzag in the air i'm like dude we need to go in a circle you need to work <laughs> with me and so i gave up and didn't play the game anymore yeah it sounds annoying as fuck yeah. i'll say the one thing i don't like about my wii u is that 
like my couch is like literally five feet away from the Wii U, and like sometimes it'll like lose the connection. What? It's bullshit. Really? I think it's because, like, I have my TV on a stand and I have, like, the Wii U right under it or something. Like, it's weird. Mine's right there. Yeah. But, like, mine, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, I got, like, a bunch of glass. Or- Maybe Nintendo just makes shitty products. Well, hmm. Mm, but they make but they make Mario. So. Are you guys excited? Yeah, Nintendo is my tingle. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. Um, you guys excited for the Switch? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, David, you first. Why are you excited for the Switch? Be great. It's portable Skyrim. It's another opportunity <laughs> for him to give money to Nintendo. To his tingle. Yeah. Feed the tingle. Yes, yes, Nintendo Daddy. <laughs> Do you um? Uh, no, I think it's be great. And Will's full of shit. He's he's gonna get one. No, it looks good, but I I won't get one just because I don't have money. Is it? Uh, I think it'll be surprisingly cheap. I think it'll be cheaper than people think. I think it'll be like 250 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's still super expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like if they go over 300, they're insane. I think like I think it'll be 250 bucks and then it'll be give you like a Splatoon and like some extra whatever crap to go 300. But who knows? They could even go cheaper than that. Super Mario Switch. Yeah, like no, I'm 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 all for another Super Mario Brothers and uh I th- I like the gimmick of it. Like I like the um well, one, I like that it's just a portable. Yeah. So, like, I don't have to buy two Nintendo. Bo- like, I've never, I never bought the handheld systems, but I've wanted, generally wanted to play the games. Really. So, like, it's nice that I can just get one. Like, it's nice that I can just get one bullshit proprietary console <laughs> box, and but and then and just have all, all of the games it. Are yeah, all of them are for that, and then everything else can go fuck itself. Yeah. Um. I think like the local multiplayer on the tiny screen is going to be way. Like, who's going to do that? Especially with one analog stick, like the way, like the way those can, like the 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 yeah. the Joy Cons break apart, and you have one of the little ones, and it's like stabbing into your hand. I mean, I think it'll be cool, like the two times a year it will be useful. Yeah, but like I would never buy it for that. I think that the Switch is doing the whole like play at home and then take it to the toilet. Like you were about to say gym, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, wait, you don't wait. But like. Like they're doing it perfectly, but like that's just something I've never cared about, and I've always like wondered why. Like, I mean, like PlayStation Three tried to do it with PSP. Like Nintendo's been trying to do it for a while. It's just like, is this something that we want? I mean, people like the 3DS. Yeah, I think I think it's better seen as like it's a supplement supplementary benefit to it. Like I like. Like from David's perspective, think of it that all the 3DS developers are going to go to the Switch, and not that all the Switch in home console games are now portable. Right. Because I think portable is very ancillary. You want when you want it, you really want it, but nine times out of ten, you play it at home. Well, I think in general too, like when you want portable, like like being able to play Dark Souls on the go. I don't really. I do think there are some that? like console games that do translate well to portable though. Like Skyrim is the type of game that's like a big AAA whatever thing, but like I could totally see that being a fun portable game. I disagree. If you're on vacation, if you're on it's plane. not a fun game to begin with. But no, I, I just well, disagree. Yeah, like <laughs> like I, I feel like that's a that's a 
that's like a sitting down comfortably game like i don't no, like i could just play 10 minutes of skyrim and be like that was fun like i can see playing skyrim on the bus and somebody being like yeah like, no excuse really, me, do you know how to get to such and such and you're like yeah you go oh now i'm dead like that's the kind of like i don't like games like that portably okay. do you have a 3d as well uh, i have a 2ds Ooh. do you like it yeah i mean like do you like the I've look pretty of much only played animal crossing oh yeah are you going to get that smartphone Animal Crossing? No. When it comes out, whenever it does? Why not? Oh, well, Super Mario. Well, you have an Android phone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Super Mario Run's coming to Android at first. That's okay. Yeah. I don't really care. I either. feel like, I'm, I think that that Super Mario Run game is not going to do as well as they think it's going to do. Especially at $10. Yeah, because like, I think they're monitoring. $10? Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's you download it for free and it's like a ten dollar in app purchase. I think they're gonna realize that the mobile market is very different, even if you're fucking. Nintendo. Well, I'm curious how like the smartphone version of GTA three does, or like the smartphone version of like Final Fantasy four does, because those are like fifteen twenty bucks. So maybe they're looking yeah. at Square or Rockstar and saying like, well, they. But I feel like the the market. And GTA That's the only like, people that would pay for those would pay that much for yeah. those. And GTA 3 on smartphones sucks because it's yeah. software keyboards, and I hate it. Or, or software controls. Yeah. Do they at least... Do, I know some games, like, you can use a controller with iOS now, but it's, it, like, their own proprietary bullshit controller. Yeah, I don't know. It, I don't know how easy it is to support that thing. I've played a lot of games on Android with just, like, a 360 controller. Cool. Direct X, X input, man. <laughs> I know in like Unity, uh, it should be pretty easy to support the made for iPhone controller. That makes but sense. like, who who use it? Who would do that? Yeah, because yeah. it's this tiny ass screen. I mean, like that's the sort of thing where it's like, I, I'm more in the mind where I don't like, I don't like phone games are bullshit. Like, yes. Like, let me rephrase that. I love the idea of like making a game for a phone, but like the market has been just ruined and also a lot of them like, just aren't fun or they're like skinner boxes yeah no like it's like you like to make money on a mobile game it's like you have to make bullshit yeah, yeah. so like what's the point don't even try um but like i don't know if like for me it's like i could make like a like a game for a pc game and then like yeah i'll do touch like whatever bullshit touch controls i can possibly do and then like yeah i'll give it like controller options or whatever but like I don't know. I don't know what my point was, but fuck mobile games. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I don't. But know I like, all. like, I like, I think they're cool. Like, I, I think some mobile games are cool, there and are I like goofy little arcadey games. But yeah. it's like the app stores have just fucking ruined them. But it's like the, the, the these goofy arcadey games, and then there always has to be this in-app purchase or energy component or some yeah. sort of microtransaction layer yeah. to it to like justify. The, like the well has been completely poisoned. Yeah. You guys are kind of talking about that for Steam as well. When yeah. that chart and that figure came out, like two-fifths of all Steam games came out this year. Right. And then someone on Slack said that Steam is now basically the app store. Yeah. And then it's not say? as bad. You know, just release for itch. <laughs> or it's, just, it, thankfully, it's not as bad on Steam. Right. But it's like... There's some curation. or is, is, it's, it's like... No, because it's the difference between like 200 games releasing a day and like seven. Well, I also yeah. think that like... PC games aren't in a space where like creators are like 
got to do that freemium stuff. Like, yeah. there's still people making just games. And and there's more uh, of the... um more media is paying attention to that like you have touch arcade and, and outlets like that they're yeah. paying attention to mobile Fuck touch arcade <laughs> <laughs> but uh there are so many um everyone's looking at steam and everyone's getting press releases about steam games indie or AAA or otherwise right. and so like even if the curation on steam is shit which we can argue whether or not it's shit but you can go to other sources and get right. get opinions on what's good on steam Whereas I don't think on 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 that that's available on uh for smartphone platforms, but it's a lot less infrequent. Like I think the last big game that I heard smartphone game that I heard a lot about was like uh that Mr. Robot game that the Oxenfree devs made, and then before that it's probably like threes, right? Yeah, or like Device Six, <laughs> something like that. Year Walk maybe. Yeah. At this point, like, well. if I was Down gonna well. make like a yeah. PC, if I was gonna make like a phone game, it would just be like I just expect to make no money from it at all. Right, because like you don't want to play the game. You could play yeah. the game and potentially make money, but right. the game is such a piece of shit now. Yeah. Or you could make some sort of. I mean, I know it's kind of heresy and kind of. And like, it's like because like ah, because mobile games are like the perfect scope of game for me to make. <laughs> It's not there yet, man. What? There's just not there yet. Who's not who where? Like in terms of like like the status of the platform, the status of the It's never going to get there. It's never going to get there. It's been poisoned cuz they realize they can make a shitload of money by exploiting gambling addictions in fucking 50-year-old moms and 10-year-old kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have access to their 50-year-old moms credit cards. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know the whole. I don't think there is like a fun space to participate in selling games anymore. Itch, itch it's is my website. The, itch is the only one. Yeah, I but. really like itch. It's weird because like once you know about itch, it's like oh yeah, itch. Yeah. Here's but my like here's my problem with it. Of that, I really like itch. I don't think I. I bought one game on itch, and I hated it. But like I bought one. I've bought like a hundred games on Steam, <laughs> like right. But like itch, those games essentially belong to Steam. <laughs> like that's the problem with Steam. Like yeah. you're basically you- just being like, I hope you never go down. Like if itch <laughs> ever goes down, like I don't know, it doesn't matter. I got them all DRM free. Like, that's true. Yeah, I mean, like I I like the humble people for that too. Ah, right? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess like I've never used it, but good old games seems legit. Yeah, Gog's doing. I mean, I mean, they have their own um, desktop client now, Gog Galaxy. Okay. So they're 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 doing cool stuff. Yeah, I don't. I've never actually bought anything off of Itch either. What's good about Itch is that Itch is a good as a developer. It's good because our analytics are very simplified, streamlined. So that's good. Yeah. But all of our traffic for like when people look or download our games, it doesn't come from Itch or like Itch isn't the top one. It's our it's our website. Right. So it's a good platform until we build the platform until we, you know, take the time to build some sort of like payment um back end things like that on our own website, which we could. Right. It's much easier to just funnel people towards itch right. because of just how easy it is to use their platform. I get a lot of traffic from itch. I get a lot of traffic from their 
like discoverability stuff. I get a little bit. I get a lot from like other game pages, which I'm not even sure. I guess there's probably a button somewhere like show me more like this or something, but like maybe. Yeah. No, it's mostly our website. And I think it's just probably the different ways, you know, you and I right. market ourselves will yeah, yeah. because I mean it like your games are mostly you and also right. hyper real, but like you know, you're very active on Twitter. Right. The Ward Twitter is kind of active, but I mean, we're mostly just posting things about the podcast and things like that. Yeah. And we're infrequent with other stuff. So I think you're drumming, you know, your personal brand is right. much more well known than my personal brand because most of my effort is funneled towards the branding of Ward. Right. And, and making that known. Right. But also you've been around longer. So, I mean, well, Ward, Ward has like, you guys are like an empire. Of two. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you've got, like, the podcasts and the games mm-hmm. and the site and stuff. So, like, people are going to Ward for Ward. Yeah. Or I think, like, with <laughs> me, Ward. it's more like... Forward. Forward, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you should... This should be the Forward podcast. <laughs> <laughs> be our sister cast. Yeah. Uh, uh, tentative name for the Game of the Year podcast is the Ward Awards. Which I'm, 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 I'm keen on. You should make the ward and the awards a, like really big. It should be the A wards. The A wards. How about the four ward? A, yeah. Four ward. Every ward podcast. Awards. Every podcast you'd have a forward. Be like, okay, this is what's yeah, going on. You could have a back ward too, back where ward. you yeah. go over last retro. Week's, yeah. You guys, you're the think tank. <laughs> That's what you guys are. <laughs> We're gonna be rich. <laughs> now here's our problem. We just we we think of yeah. stuff, and then that's when it is. That's yeah. <laughs> how's your caveman game going? By the way, <laughs> uh, completely abandoned. It. It's dying in a ditch somewhere. Is that a continuation of No Caveman Sky? Yeah, yeah. I really like that that demo. Yeah, from Lumdari. Is that what yeah. it was? That was cool. It's cool. What was your? What were you gonna say? You were saying something earlier. And then we started making ward puns. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So like, you guys are like a monolith. Mm-hmm. So people go to the monolith for what the monolith gives. Mm-hmm. Intelligence. Me, yeah. For me, it's just like I'm like throwing tomatoes at the internet, and sometimes one gets thrown back. But I think I think that appeals to people though, because like the way we're because I want it. Like no, well, you got to be a businessman. Yeah, see, I can't do that. I mean, I am a businessman. Yeah. But it's, you know, but you don't want to sound too corporate, right? Right. Like, well, I, re- I really like the Fork Parker Twitter. Right. It's probably one of my favorite Twitters. So I like, all right, you know, I like Nick's work for the Instant Replay Live Twitter. Right. Because, like, he's just twi- treating it as his own personal Twitter or the Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter. Right. So Or the Arby's Twitter is fucking amazing. Well, like, the, that's cool and stuff, but then you realize that all of that's, like, really calculated marketing, too. Yeah. But and that's, like, way more corporate than just acting corporate. I guess. I don't know. But, like, I don't... Like, I, I, I want the, 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 the outreach to be a little bit more personal. And so, yeah, yeah. you know, I think I think next year, from a marketing standpoint, I think that's that's going to be one of my goals right. to see how we can kind of reconstruct that. So it's not just like, all right, here's the podcast or and then here's the next episode of the podcast. And we still have right, that. Yeah, yeah. But has there been like social media tycoon yet as a game? <laughs> there is now. <laughs> like, just make all that. Just make it a video game. Yeah. You'd make like a million dollars. 
but like it actually t- like when you play the game it actually like creates a twitter bot that like actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> see that's instant marketing bro yeah i'll never make it i just come up with the ideas that are generic and repetitive so dan's um other host dan his uh independent study project for for brand center this semester was a uh, vr he's been doing a lot of vr work he bought a vive oh, yeah yeah and a 1080 i heard him talking about it on the podcast. um and then all of his work at team one over the summer was vr focused and he was doing work for lexus um and so one of the games they want to make is called well th- this is the name i i call it i call it dmvr uh-huh so it's a dmv simulator <laughs> <laughs> so you go to the dmv and wait in line take I guess. it take it yeah, yeah. sounds a uh... Very job simulator esque. Yeah. Fun. Get you a ticket, sit down for forty five minutes, uh, then go up and they tell you that you need another form of ID. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they they were pitching that idea around to each other and like, yeah, that sounds good. But that was before Dan got a lot to Unity Dev for VR, so he might be more apt to to making that. I had money to do VR. Yeah, man, that was that's a lot of money dropped. And I was listening to old podcasts because I am a. Uh, so he he said something to the effect of it was either over the summer when he was at in LA or it was like before right before they left. He said like yeah I'd like to get a vibe but I don't know if I could afford one. So I guess that that yeah. idea kind of left his head and so he's like nope doubling down on this. But uh, but yeah I don't think I had anything else to say about that. Do you guys have karaoke stories? Because now I got really excited about karaoke oh, stories. Like I, I just know. I feel like Anything something new? crazy happened recently. It was the with, something crazy with, about your lady friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> what happened? TK, if you're out there, if you're listening to this, you're a lovely gal, but I'm a taken man. Oh yeah. Yeah. What TK do? <laughs> TK talked to our karaoke jockey about telling him that she liked me, as if we were in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> and TK is also like a, an older lady. Mm-hmm. So you broke, you let her down easy through this podcast. Yeah, I'll send the podcast <laughs> to the karaoke jockey. Yeah, have him play the whole thing. <laughs> we have a special request tonight. It's uh, <laughs> a war podcast episode sixty-five, which happens to be where are we at now? Uh, this thing's off by like maybe eight minutes because I had some testing on it. Okay. How long are these usually? Uh, they're between like an hour and a half to two and a half. We don't. <laughs> this is we're we're going for a record. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> record. I think the record right now is like three hours and like a minute or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, but David Will tells me you're um the 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 talking heads connoisseur. Am I? Yeah. On the when it comes I to just karaoke, sing them. I don't pay attention. <laughs> I just sing them out. And I uh, yeah, I sing Talking Heads karaoke. Is that your favorite band? No, I mean uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't listen to like. What are all the questions for? <laughs> like, I'm not a big like. I'm not a big. You know when you say What's anybody, a deal with like, you and Talking Heads, David, come out with it. <laughs> uh, it's fun to sing and it's goofy. People want to know favorite Talking Heads song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Who is it? Who is? It? I think it's like David Byrne and some other folks. Huh? Talking Heads. You know more than me. Yeah, than it's uh, yeah, it's David Byrne and the Tom Tom Club. Yeah. 
That's who it is. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Thanks for specifying at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, so karaoke game still going strong? No, we haven't played in a while. Really? Is yeah. this the karaoke nightmare? Yeah. Well, I was talking yeah. about karaoke in general. Oh no! Karaoke yeah, karaoke. Game. Yeah, yeah. Karaoke game. Son. Yeah, yeah. No, my karaoke game is still pretty strong. I went alone this week. Yeah. See, I've been trying to branch out from just Talking Heads. Yeah. yeah. I added in some little bit of Elvis. Oh. Devo. Devo. Well, I mean, I feel like Devo, like I need to branch out more from Devo too. <laughs> Instead, of just singing yeah. Whip It every time. Well, I've never sung Whip It. Really? Yeah. Purposely avoid Whip It. I because they have like two Devo songs. I'll sing one. It's Through Being Cool. And a girl you want. But uh, what are some? I did some uh, the Supremes, Diana Ross. All right. Stop in the name of love. All right. It's a pretty good one. It's good. Did, uh, Keep your hands to yourself by the George Satellites. I think that's what they're coming. Yeah, I like it. What about you, Will? What's your What's your song du jour? Uh, shoot, I don't know. Well, so recently I. Got a uh, karaoke version of uh, Danny Brown "Dip" song about MDMA, Molly. Okay, ecstasy. Yeah, I'm with you. What's that? I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's so many say these. It's a pretty good. It's a pretty good rap rap song. And as you can imagine, I'm a very good rapist. Uh, yep. Rapster. <laughs> 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 rap man that's what everybody says yeah. <laughs> by the way I just noticed that fucking Mona Lisa Nicolas Cage that's good that's Wendy's I think I think her brother I think Nicolas Cage looks like a good rapist right there yeah <laughs> yeah so that's probably my uh, that's my newest uh, thing I've added Quite a bit. I, I've kind of gone into a new season of karaoke. Oh, to yeah? be honest, yeah. yeah. How how long does the season last for you? Uh, maybe another eight years. <laughs> <laughs> no more alphabet song. Right. I'm basically like the Final Fantasy or Metal Gear of karaoke. Is your karaoke uh, um, road trip? Oh man, I want to play Final Fantasy so bad. I know it looks really good. What? You Final just like Fantasy. go on a road trip with your friends. Final Fantasy 15 is like the easy rider of Final Fantasies. Oh, wait, in Final. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's about him. Like, he's about to get married. He's like a prince. He's like, he has an arranged marriage. So, like, as their bachelor trip, they go on a road trip across the country that they live in. Yeah. So, like, and, and what's cool, what's really cool about it is like the concept of like, you're a prince and you have to marry like a princess to stop a war. Mm-hmm. Like that's very Final Fantasy. Yeah. But then being like and go on a road trip, go with your bros. One of them cooks for you. Yeah. Like they joke around and like. I'm gonna have to buy a PS4 at some point, aren't stop I? Stop and dine. Yeah. It's like this is why so good. Fuck. Of course it took them ten years to make this. this yeah. Is the perfect game. <laughs> I thought. Well, I thought they kept making like bullshit online games or something. Well, 14's their online one, and then they redid fourteen because apparently it was garbage when it first yeah. came out. And this was originally going to be like Final Fantasy thirteen versus or one. It's going to be another branch off of thirteen. Yeah, like they kept like. Didn't they make like ten two or something? They made like twelve eight. I like they're... like you can't you can't make a sequel of a numbered sequel. Yeah, it's bullshit. Like yeah, 
I don't know, man. There's only one good Final Fantasy. Yeah, no, Final Fantasy numbers are all fucked up. (laughs) Okay? We're like 36. No, no, okay. So there's like Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy 2. That makes like 2 was an NES. 2 is 4. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There's like 3 is 6 or something like that. Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) Final Fantasy numbers be fucked. What the fuck's a Crystal Chronicle? It's a bad game. That's what it is. <laughs> I rented that game once. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Obviously, yeah. obviously, people swear by that game. <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously, it's the Zelda two of Final Fantasy. I mean, everyone's got their everyone's got their hill they gotta die on. Will, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really want to go on this road trip. Oh, um, you're talking in real life or in Final Fantasy? No, in Final Fantasy. Okay, I was about to say like karaoke road trip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Karaoke across the U.S. of A. I wonder if you can do karaoke in the new Final Fantasy. You can go to diners and play arcade games. Because that was in one of the trailers. It's like they're so all just cool. like watching one of the guys play pinball. Shenmue did it. <laughs> the little toy capsule machines. Hmm. Uh, uh. I want a game that's like Pokemon, but you just collect toy capsules. For no in, real purpose. In the new Final Fantasy, doesn't one of the dudes like drive you around? I mean, No, there is a car. Yeah, yeah. There oh, are yeah, yeah, totally. sequences. But, like, I think, like, so, like, I think I might be totally wrong about this, but I think that, like, one of your this party, <laughs> one of your party just drives you around. And so it's just, like, you're just being driven around. And I think you can take over and drive if you want. I might be totally wrong about I this. don't know the specifics. There are Chocobo. You can go on Chocobo rides. You know, like one of my favorite Sonic things, things <laughs> about chance, like, GTA is is like get, get hailing a taxi, mm-hmm. and just letting the taxi drive. I always skip. I love how like you just love like the most like you love like, the mundane things right. in like he crazy games, playing games. No, like he's like you just enjoy the simple things in games, like or the simple things in life in games. So you know what's... what real bullshit about the the taxi in in gta is that when you choose to skip the actual like in-game him driving you like the real time driving you from point a to point b they charge you extra yeah they they charge you extra so there is like an in-game like canonical reason that this guy (laughs) in his taxi like teleported you right it's because like you basically like fall asleep in his cab or something like that's weird something i would charge more pass him out yeah yeah there's like an IV in the back full of morphine. Yeah. <laughs> they rip it out when you when you get to your destination. Does uh does the new GTA have Ubers? No. The new Watchdog has Ubers though. Yeah, I want to play that so bad too. Wow. Is that one of the like didn't the first one suck? Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was very not well received. Who names their game Watchdogs? Watchdogs. Like it's like <laughs> Watch it's it's like they wanted their game to fail. Do you prefer Watchdogs or Sleeping Dogs? How how do you want to get your dogs, David? I don't want dogs in the name of a game. Sleeping dogs is at least a phrase, a turn of phrase. Watchdogs is a term. Watchdogs sounds like Watch a fucking dogs. Watchdogs sounds like the a command. Like a shitty educational game about how to about tell time. How to tell time <laughs> is, is, is McGruff the time with dogs. <laughs> time do- McGruff the time dog. He just brought McGruff yeah. into the new millennium with like really bad Bubsy level 3D. <laughs> But no, I love the banality of games. Like so, so like GTA. What's really the difference between like GTA and just like a like any other shooter or like any other like even an arcade game? Like 
What's the difference between GTA and Pac-Man, right? Like you're well, just running around in GTA, so I. <laughs> but like, I mean, like what I'm saying is like the difference is that like they created this like entire universe that all the gameplay just says like, oh, blow past this. Like, you want to go here from here? Like, just go faster. Like, don't pay any attention to like somebody who, like worked days to make like this like palatial estate that you're just like whatever. <laughs> and like nobody like. So it's fun to just like sit back and be like, "Wow." Well, you can argue. How do you not like Skyrim? Because <laughs> Skyrim doesn't look that great. Yeah. Like you need like Special you need like edition. two gigs of mods to make Skyrim look that good. You need my clean faces mod and my Macho Man. Well, also like you can't. Better, better here's dicks. the bullshit thing about Skyrim is you can hire a dude to take you from place to place, but then it's just like fade out, fade back in. You know, Skyrim. Should... I mean, fade out. Five minute loading sequence, fade back yeah. in. Skyrim, you should have been able we to be like a ro- chicken farmer in Skyrim. What's, it was fine. Yeah. Well, you, well cool. one of the, the, the DLCs is actually you can build a house. Yeah, but Minecrafty. But it's not a chicken farm. It's, it's, it's no chicken farm. Also, like, it's like in that game, like, it'd be cool if I, oh, if you could build, build a house, but like, if building a house wasn't you, like, walking up to a tree and getting wood and like clicking, like, create wall or something mm-hmm. they like should if, also make a mod sorry if you played for like two hours chopping wood to make a house i'd probably be into that i don't get you so you know it's, <laughs> it's funny because if we if we we make this meta enough you could argue that just all get video games are just distractions from from life it's from just the, it's from just, the impending non-escapable death just, that just, awaits us all it's just fade out right fade back in and then you go and go back to your job or whatever yeah, yeah. so why aren't you just like going to a field and, and zoning out because they don't make it fun like they don't make it interesting but how is chopping wood for two hours interesting because it's like in real life or not <laughs> because it's like working towards something it's like it's like cookie clicker yes great comparison <laughs> yes cement your argument using a clicker game yeah so like after you chop wood, do you get like robots that chop wood? And then like, um, like maybe you could if like so like okay you don't want to chop wood. Guess what? You have to hire somebody to chop the wood. Like that'd be cool. Hire two guys to chop wood if you want it fast. But you like do you like those kinds of games where it's like a estate management like in Assassin's Creed Two? It's like where he has like his. his well, no, because like villa. well the thing is like that's the reason like people were so pissed off about No Man's Sky because like they were like yeah you can like see stars you can go to and like that's not true and so like in that where it's just like hire the extra assassins to do assassiny stuff and you're just like yes and then the assassin number goes up Mm -hmm. like what would have been cool is if like you go out into the world and watch them do like i'm gonna go watch these dudes do it i'm gonna be their boss i'm gonna be a secret boss that would have been kind of undercover boss right (laughs) the assassin syndicate is not doing well so we took Ezio de Firenze and put him undercover <laughs> so he could watch his employees. I'm also not a big fan of Assassin's Creed past one. I, I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. I like one. I finished one. But like what I'm saying is like if you're making this big game and it's like open world and all this crazy stuff and you can build houses and stuff like the appeal of building a house in like a medieval world is that tanks a long to ass me, fucking time? Yeah, to me is that like I mean like yeah sure I've had that like ping paying to be like oh yeah let's do it let's build a house 
But like, do you ever like research building a house? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, totally. Yeah. I mean, I get that desire, but to me, that desire has never been like, well, but wouldn't it be more fun if it was just like through a menu and like semi-translucent blocks that I can place wherever I want? Like, that's just not part of the fantasy for me. And so, like, okay, I I prefer if you just pare it down and just say like, no, you can't build houses. No, you can't do that. Like Dark Souls is excellent because like it's just super transparent. Like this is what you can do. This is what you can't do. Yeah. And what you can do, you can do to everything. And what you can't do, you can't do. It's good. It's a good thesis. Yeah. The Will Blanton thesis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do what you can do and you can't do what you can't. Yeah. You do it to everything. Will, do you think every game would be made better by having a camera? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> no more, no more questions. Like, well, like, well, <laughs> sorry, I, I, I'm taking your questions. Roll. If you were like, <laughs> like, I don't have any more questions. But oh, uh, okay. no, I think like a lot in a lot of examples, like, so like Skyrim, I think would be way more fun if you had no map, but if you had like a piece of paper that like you could essentially draw a map onto. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Like, I mean, everybody wants these open world games because they want to be like, oh, it's so immersive. But like, they don't want immersion. They want like the illusion of immersion. Immersion, but like yeah so like when i played skyrim i had a lot of fun at first because what i did was i never used the map and i never used the quest system like i would like be like oh i want to go to this other town i heard about this other town you know like people are talking about this other town so i looked at like the street signs and they were actually really good at putting street signs like at every crossing Mm -hmm. and like being like yeah this is this way so i'd go that way and I'd get there and I'd be like, that was really cool. Yeah. Mason talks about that too with like The Witcher, where he kind of just rides everywhere right. instead of using the fast travel system. I can understand that appeal. I was very much, once I like had done most of the stuff in Skyrim, I was very much like pick a cardinal direction and walk that way. Right. And if something on the compass shows up that hasn't been discovered yet, I walk towards that until I discover it. And then I right. explore that and see what that's about. But yeah, I guess I'm just much more guided in my approach to games. Um, so, I mean, I can appreciate like, I don't like menus either. Like, so if if the the house building in Fallout 4 or in Skyrim was more simulated with, you know, if it if it got rid of menus and made it more about, like, the, the construction itself, right. I think I'd be able to appreciate that more. But I think they're doing really well at explaining the difference. But I also yeah. understand the other side where it's like, you know, they built this whole world. I want to appreciate. I want to live in this world. I want to live it in it the way people would live in it right like people don't just teleport from city to city yeah i mean like if you ever said you like open world games because of the immersion but then use fast travel like the truth is that you don't like immersion like i think for me it's like i don't mind fast travel like sometimes it's nice just to be like i just want to get there but i don't like that they design the game for fast travel right like I, one of the things I like about Morrowind, even though I've never really gotten into it, is like it's just like, all right, you, here's your journal. This is where you go. Right. And like it just gives you directions. You know. Yeah. It's not like, all right, we're gonna place the map marker. Like I'm okay with a map, but I think map mar- markers are kind of bullshit unless there's like an in-game reason for them. Yeah. To mark your map yeah. like permanently or something. I think World of Warcraft's very good at explaining the difference in that, um, because there's no fast travel. Like there are flight paths. Mm-hmm. but it, it's canonical it's in game and you still have to wait 
and then you know you're flying over these vistas and looking at them. Right. There's very little teleportation in the game. That's pretty cool. You have an item, your Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft. So that's what the name comes from. So, right, yeah. so you use the you use the item. You you tie it to an inn in a city. It can be any inn. So any town, any city has an innkeeper. You talk to them. It's like you want to bind your Hearthstone to this town. So whenever you use it, and it has, I think like an hour cooldown. Right. And then it just teleports you back there. So and then if you um, certain classes have more uh, freedom to do that. So I played as a mage, and I had tons of reagents that allowed me to teleport to every major city. And then a few selected areas, or like if um, you're a druid, you have the ability to teleport at any time to the special druid, like enclave that's right. like tucked away in the mountains. But only you have that access. So if you want to go there for like, because there are like special events held there, you need to find a druid and be like, "Hey, yeah, can you get me there." So I think that's really good explaining the difference and like. You know, you would sit you would sit in a in a flight path and you would fly to a city that you need to get to right. and it would take like five or ten minutes. Well a little maybe a little less, but it would it would take a couple minutes to get there. Um but you could appreciate the view, you'd look at it. Yeah. At one point they put Bejeweled in the game, so you could just open up Bejeweled and play Bejeweled. So um, yeah, I I like that kind of stuff. I think I think it is an issue when, you know, it's 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 the problem of scale. Like we want to make these game worlds bigger and bigger and bigger, right? And then we don't want to have to force players to have to walk every square inch of it to get where they need to go. Yeah, or at least you know. Well, it's like it's not like there's like some kind of like creature in Skyrim that like can fly, maybe, and could support the weight of a human that you kind of already have like control over. Like, if there was something like that, they could have done it, and it would have yeah. been really cool. But. Yeah. Macho man. Sometimes, what can you what can you do? Yeah. You mean a silt strider? Yeah. <laughs> those things are fucking cool. <laughs> I like those things. Um. I think after Donkey Kong, Morrowind will be my. I'll give a third shot at Morrowind. Oh yeah. I almost bought Oblivion during the autumn sale. Oh yeah. Uh, on Steam. It's like more expensive now. It was like ten bucks. Really. It was like seven on the sale. Oh, I, I, oh, like I like I thought I saw it for ten, but like I think they, I bought it for like six sixty six. Well, they have like so many different collections because there's like DLC ones, or like you can get the ones that just have the DLC, or you have the ones that have the DLC plus all the stupid like horse armor bullshit and everything right. like that. Well, now I think they just have the deluxe for Oblivion, and then like same for more. Like they only have like the yeah top tier. Cool. So will. So, tell us about the upcoming game jams. Ah, uh, so as we Ludum Dari is coming up next weekend. Yeah. Um uh, dare. Wait, didn't you used to say Ludium Ludium Dare? Dare. Oh, you get that. <laughs> Gregorian chants. Yeah. Uh that'll be next weekend. Or will is it Gregorian Jorian chants? Gregorian. Dredorian. Gregarious. Dredgerius. Druid Garius. I'm going to also say that the chanting in Halo is stupid, and I never understood why people like that. Okay. Uh, but anyway, Lidum Dari is next weekend. I'm super psyched for it. This is why you didn't like Smash Brothers, isn't it? The chanting. Is there chanting? 
Um, is there? Like yeah, a, there's like oh yeah 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 yeah. There's, there's some yeah. Of that. Have you seen that Smash Brothers song tied to Beyonce's All the Single Ladies? Yeah. Oh, I love it so. Oh, it gives me. Bang, 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 bang. Gives me life. Pretty great. I can send it to you. Um, so Lumidare. Yeah. Excited. And then uh, I'm super stoked. Yeah. Um, I'm probably just going to come work on Peak because yeah. I've been touched. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been able to work on it. So I need to work on my MagFest demo. Uh, I feel like I'm in a space mentally to make fun games for Lumidare again. Mm-hmm. Well, how about open world? Open world. Yeah, of course. Well, the game is just fast travel. Right. <laughs> I assure you, this is an, a giant open world, just fast travel everywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm psyched for it too. I don't like. I don't know what it is, but I think I'm finally ready to not be a piece of shit and make a game. Yeah, same here. Sounds good. <laughs> We're all into this pack together. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's gonna be really cool. Uh, hopefully, some people have some stuff for Remix Jam next Wednesday. It's coming Wednesday. You guys showing off the library? Yeah. Uh, and then Global Game Jam's coming up. Uh, end of January. Yeah, it's like twentieth. Oh, do we have a uh, speaker for that yet? No speaker yet. Reaching out. Yeah, reaching out. Putting the feelers out. Trying to get some word out. Uh, did they did they all fall? Th- the ones you were thinking about, did they fall through or half of them? Yeah. <laughs> and the other ba- other half didn't hear back. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think we've heard back from anybody. It's been like a really weird year. Hmm. Usually, we get like pretty quick. Like, yes, I'm interested, but let me check my schedule, and like then we have to wait for them to say no. Hey, y'all have done pretty good as far as getting people. Yeah. I really wish I saw the, the Zoe Quinn one. I think that yeah. would have been cool. That was pretty good. Uh, and I like the I like Chris uh, Selenthrop. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Timesman, as he described himself. I'm a Timesman because <laughs> he wrote for the New York Times. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's pretty funny. Timesman. Uh, trying to think. I feel like there's some other smaller stuff going on. Nothing that we're really doing. Do you have a venue yet for Global? Oh yeah, oh, same yeah. place. Yeah, as last year, the depot. The depot. Am I like? Am I? Is that like really close to me? Yeah. Okay, sweet. It's on Broad and Laurel. It's like two blocks away. Kind of long blocks, but yes. might be more. I love long blocks, <laughs> like Mario with the question blocks. That oh, are yeah. Like oh yeah. Three yeah. people long. I, like I don't know about those blocks. Those are. It's cool. It's like Mario, it's like Nintendo. You're trying too hard to <laughs> be different. <laughs> What does it do? What do they do? Yeah, well, they're just normal blocks. They're, they're just question mark blocks. But if it, if you're playing multiplayer, it spawns like multiple uh, mushrooms or whatever. Uh, is that what those mean? I guess that makes sense. Yeah. All right, Nintendo. You okay? You're, <laughs> you're, my good graces. <laughs> I, I know. Like, I know you deeply care about my good graces. Nintendo. Through like the the like player testing, people weren't able to like hit the small blocks, so they're like <laughs> gotta make them long. <laughs> it collisions off on this. It's like someone put the long block collision <laughs> on the regular block. So you're like five feet away from it and jump Dang. and it spawns it. Yeah. Cool. Well, if you need to sweeten the deal for any speakers, just say they can come on the one oh, yeah. podcast. That's me rubbing my hands together. Yeah. Well, oh, that, that's not <laughs> your hand. <laughs> so, Will, where can people find you? Uh, usually on this corner, <laughs> like under my bed, weeping or uh, <laughs> under an overpass. Yeah. Occasionally at karaoke. 
Yeah, right now that's probably the best way to get in touch with me is uh, Lakeside Karaoke Tuesday nights, maybe a Wednesday. Uh, Challenge I am, him. <laughs> I am on Twitter. I haven't used Twitter in a while though. Not ever since your bedridden episode. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, when he was watching IT Crowd when he was sick. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, but yeah, X zero one zero one zero one 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 at X zero one zero one zero one one. That's the rhythm. Just get the rhythm down, and then you one can zero remember one zero one zero one one one. Nope. Zero one zero one zero one one one. Zero one zero one zero one one one. You got it. See. Yeah, it's like dun 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 dun. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's great. What <laughs> I thought of that. <laughs> now you got a musical jingle. Wow, that's next... great. Now and then also at Hyperreal. Yep, at Hyperreal. H Y P Y R Y L. Yeah. And then RVA Game Jams. Yep. Facebook group. Yeah. N.comed. When are you gonna fix your website? <laughs> Hopefully soon. I don't know. I have to do it pretty much, so it's just like I'm not good at that stuff. So if you need a hand. Yeah. I'm a professional web developer now because that's what they hired me for. So. Nice. <laughs> Wait, but no, I need to. Never mind. <laughs> I need to get a job. So. <laughs> Wait, don't hire me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll be reaching out to both of you. Yeah. And Mason can help. Mason yeah. Does that thing. I'll just set up a just GitHub let me, and like just, throw it at you. And just let happens. me hand edit like one line HTML and then I can just <laughs> yeah. say I did it. Just put a comment in. Yeah. <laughs> David was here. Yeah. And David working. Like an ASCII. Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> Unicode, Unicode Snowman. Yeah. <laughs> and David, where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter at Uncade Games, so U N C A D E Games. Uh, and then also on Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv/Uncade, where you do a lot of streaming your I st- development. I stream video. Like I like I was really good for like a month there, and then like the past month I've done nothing, but. I'll probably get back in the swing of it. So if you want to watch me <laughs> code poorly, <laughs> then, uh, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being on. Where can we find you? Yeah. We, oh, you can, you can find me right here. Where do I, where do I download <laughs> the podcast? You can find the podcast at ward games.com forward slash podcast. Okay. Find all of ward games content at ward games.com. And we are on Twitter at at Ward Video Games. We're gonna find like AT like at sign you can find AT? Me at, at oh at sign okay <laughs> Ward Video Games. I did not put a, an at sign as the first character. I feel like the most confusing thing you could add to like a Twitter handle is AT right yeah. after <laughs> the at sign. Does someone own at sign AT? If it is, I hope it's like branded Star Wars, those at at. <laughs> but it's like a, it's like, it's like a, it's a, it's a chat bot. It's like a twi- <laughs> Twitter bot saying that. Awesome. Well, this is going to be, I think, one of the last podcasts this, this year because we'll have this one and we'll have one next year and next week. And then the week after that is going to be our game of the year one. Nice. And then I think we're going to take a break and then we're going to start back up at MAGFest. So we'll see you guys, if not before, at MAGFest. Oh, yeah. I'm psyched for that, too. Me, too. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Can we put our pants back on? No. (laughs) 